everybody, and welcome to episode 474 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Glover Pronouncer Raparez, coming to you from the Jason McCarn Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. McCarn? This has come up before, I'm sorry. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio, join us at the $20 level at patreon.com slash lasertime. Who's joining me now? They hit me first. Uh, Chris Antiste. <laughs> and... Top Gun, Matt Turek Allen. Oh, that's terrible. And special guest. This is actually just a longer episode, but we made it to a movie, T.L. Foster. Oh, wow. Nice. nice. <laughs> I saw the Bob's Burgers movie. It's good, it's, but it's, it's just good. an episode of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. It's, a, it's, the, it's the prettiest episode of Bob's Burgers. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like the Simpsons movie, right? It's just like I, I would say bigger. No, well, no I would the, say the, like, Simpsons, the Simpsons, the Simpsons movie, movie at least had a cataclysmic Springfield wide event ah, yes. yeah whereas this is, this just, is just like, like the stakes Bart's are dick. lower yeah Bart's dick the <laughs> yeah. stakes in the bob's burgers movies are lower than the average episode Excellent. yeah it's just an episode it's really? a there's it like a, a giant two-part... media that crashes in front of the store right like or did i not no no, no. The, the the front of the store there is like it is like there is a water line that bursts oh. and, it, and it pushes through and that's really it uh but yeah like chris said it's just an episode of the show again Nothing negative. I enjoyed myself. I went and saw it. Me I had too. a good time, but it's just an episode of Bob's Burgers. I don't know what to tell you. I think it's very technically Disney's highest grossing 2D animated movie. Oh, God. I didn't even think of it as a <laughs> Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, surprised they didn't force them to do it in like pseudo live action 3D. I think because it costs so little. It's just H. John Benjamin. Yeah. Like, what? What <laughs> yeah. do you want from me? What? Brandon. Uh, hey, Brandon. I love the fish odors. Mm. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's just perfect. I, what I love about it is my roommate saw it with my roommate, who is a huge Bob's Burgers fan, <laughs> was like, wait, Felix Fish Odor is that girl for that? Because I was like, yes, the whole time. How do you not hear it? How do you not hear it? Um, and Mr. Fish Odor is Kevin Klein. Like, is that his only yeah. role in like the last 10 years Feels or so? like him. Hmm. Feels like it. Him and his wife yeah. backed out to raise family. Wow. Hey, Hey, I love him as uh, Mr. Fish yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Oh. Yeah. Like I said, I really did enjoy that movie. Uh, I mean, uh, but yeah, it's just a large episode of, of Bob's Burgers. An incredibly well animated episode. Bob's Burgers is actually a great lead in for our theme this week, which is I was really slammed with stuff from work and I didn't want to put forth much research or effort into our Attaboy. top five. And Wait what can I do without much research or effort? Talk about Rambos. Manage those expectations up front. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that. This is going to be. Rambos. I always say it's going to be a great show. This is going to be a fucking horrible show. It's going <laughs> to suck. Strap in, everyone. Yeah, we're mailing this one in just like you should mail in your California primary Ooh, ballot. Yeah, Unless you're Republican, which, in, yeah, they say, hey, that doesn't work or whatever. So, you know, in which do what case you want to do next week. Yeah, yeah, but drop it off in your local red box. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, will you say the people who do not like this premise of this episode drew first blood? Oh, like, yeah, oh, sure. Oh, that was that was my reference to Rambo clone earlier. <laughs> you might have even drawn first blood part. They hit two. me first, yeah. not me. Hey, um, I've only seen I've only seen first blood. 
out of respect really? of that being such that, that a really is like, good movie. That yes. is the least Rambo of the Rambo movies. I, uh, Which is the reason why I saw what I see. I, I, as well, have only seen the original oh, Rambo really? movie. I have not... I mean, I've seen the tropes and all the... You're right. But, right. but, but like, I know the Rambo. original Rambo movie, do you mean First Blood or Rambo First Blood Part 2? No, the Rambo First Blood. The one where he's like literally just a vet with PTSD no. in a small yeah. town okay, that's fighting with, with Brian Denny. Yes. That movie is so fucking good. It's very good. Like, first one is just, like, I remember watching it and being tremendous, and then I watched this when I was at military college, uh, and oh I was like, oh, are all the other movies like this? And they're like, like, I somebody who's like, no, they're more action-based. I was like, oh, I'm good. I just want this one specific yeah. movie. Um, they, they no, be- they the, were The other movies became Commando. Yeah, right, they like weren't they... shitty about that movie. Now, the movie they were shitty about was Braveheart. I've seen Braveheart five million times. Uh, but, yeah, I've only seen First Blood. Hmm. Well, yeah, First Blood, like, it's weird to read about it from stuff at the time, because, like, this movie's so violent, we had to invent a new word for it. Carnography. Uh, I didn't make that up. That, <laughs> that is... should be a video game name. <laughs> that... Why isn't there a series called but, Carnography? But it's like, man, you... You like how? No, movies in the seventies were more violent than this. They were, yeah. How how is it? How is this carnography? How is this like the the high bar and violent action cinema? Uh, Also, like the rating system was really screwy in the seventies. So, like, bit of a trigger warning on this. I remember as a kid, I rented a Chuck Norris movie, like a karate movie. Mm -hmm. It was PG, right? Brought it home. And there was straight up, again, trigger warning, a rape scene in that movie that I uh. witnessed as, like, an eight-year-old or something. Like, I might be misremembering. It might not have been Chuck Norris, but it was like a... No, I, no, no. I we, was we, in it for a martial arts movie, and we, I was not expecting in a PG movie for there to be a rape scene. We have scene. consistently watched ta- terrible action movies and Chuck Norris movies and all They always, always contain a rape scene. Always. Like, really? in order to, like... Oh, yeah. Every That's single, like, sub-Chuck Norris movie... Will always have a rape scene in order to like motivate the hero. It's it's awful. It, it, in the eighties, it definitely happened. Rambo's a, a, an eighties movie, not the seventies. Yeah. I, I actually had a yeah. similar experience, not with a rape scene, but with renting a Bruce Lee movie, which I think was the Big Boss, and I was expecting something with like you know a lot Big of martial boss. arts, and like there's just in the middle a brutal murder scene where like all of his friends get killed and dismembered and thrown into an ice making machine. I'm like, Jesus. I was way too young to appreciate well, like, yeah, that. People used to talk about Scarface like it was super ultra violent. And then you see some of this other stuff and you're like, I just don't think you guys saw a lot of movies back then because there yeah. was way well, worse I, shit. I think the, d- the difference is the violence of the 70s was hitty and shooty. Mm-hmm. And uh, once big name directors in Hollywood came along, you started to see stuff. And Scarface is like very bloody and expensive violence. And so is Rambo. And uh, Ram- Rambo, to, to its credit, uh, translated to a perfect video game. And by perfect, I mean a video game no one liked when Sega brought it, like, shit, like nine years ago. They made the a first-person, like, what do you even oh, no, call no, that I, game? I had the original Rambo, the NES game. I didn't... Yeah, the <laughs> no, NES they just... Rambo was awful. Legendarily. Yeah, they... But did you play that, that Sega Rambo game? It's it's like pretty much just an arcade game. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I know which one you mean. Wasn't that one that was like they pulled it from the market? Oh, because it yeah, because like it's they, bad. They didn't need it's, to release it. It is really it is, bad. It is yeah. technically bad, but it, it's like technically just the story of First Blood. Yeah. You're a homeless vet. You get brought into a police station. You fight your way out, and then you continue fighting 
cops. And it's a rail shooter, right? Yeah, it's a rail yeah. shooter, it's, it's like, but it's like first it's person. It's like a time crisis. Yeah. It's like a time crisis, but like not it's, good. It's a, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's bizarre, but it's like, it is the story of First Blood, and it translated perfectly to what a video game is. It's like, hmm. when I talk, we I yell about the Warriors all the time. The Warriors started as a good video game as a movie. It's already a good video game, so I think that's... that. Hence... Why the world loved First Blood, and especially when they made Rambo, because his job was just to shoot everything. Yes. And it was very but rare. To Michael's point, though, video games didn't... The, the version of Rambo they're ripping off isn't First Blood. It's it's really First Blood Part 2 and beyond. That's yeah. that's when and, he's in the even, shooty blowing up thing. Yeah. Even mode, First Blood know. Part 2 and beyond, when I finally saw that movie as an adult... I realized, like, oh, people just zeroed in on, like, the, the there's, like, a few scenes where he's shooting everything and acted as though, like, that's the movie. There's actually a lot more sneaking and torture and, sure. uh, you know, it's it reminded, <laughs> like, when I saw it, it's like, holy shit, this is where Metal Gear came from. Yeah. This he right does here. have a bow with, like, a grenade arrow, and, and he does, there is sure. that scene where he's one-handing a fucking rail gun and screaming, and yeah. which was, like, that's the in big UHF and, yeah. and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but it's, like, yeah. which, totally impossible. You can't one-hand a rail gun, like, it is a very heavy was it weapon. A rail, it was an M60, wasn't it? It was, it, like it had, I thought it was, like, a chain-fed bullet yeah, gun, it, wasn't it? it? I, it was, I swear, I think there's a joke in this week's Barry about, like, just trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. No, shit's heavy. It's meant to be like set up with a supporting (laughs) bipod stuff. What what I've always wanted to know is this slice of is like is this uh, Sylvester Stallone's like is this his edict after he's after these movies like because I saw Rocky one after seeing Rocky three. His career follows a similar trajectory. Yes, his first movie is like a little danky and like you know dark and small, and then it's like in the sequel we go big. Because, like I said, like, I, I watched Rocky III first, but then when I watched the first Rocky, it became one of my favorite films. Like, yeah. this is very slow, really, like, mm-hmm. important film. Yeah. And then, the, like, the dif- wait, it's a boxing movie. The now. difference is, is that Stallone wrote the first Rocky. So he yeah. kind of, yeah. you could give him artistic leeway to do whatever he wants with that character. Whereas, like, this is based on a book directed and written by somebody else, and Stallone did sort of shape it. It, 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 like it, the first first blood is like a meditation on like a vet's wartime trauma how we treat our veterans well, how, how we, we treat, treat our, our veterans, veterans. after, yeah, after a literal war just finished and it turns <laughs> like, into like, like we need you to go back into war <laughs> over and over and over again <laughs> until you reach part four which is still to this date one of the most violent hollywood movies i've ever seen in my life it, it is hilarious which and, one is that because he's done Two or three. Last Blood is part five. First Blood is part one. Rambo is part two. Um, For a guy who doesn't want anyone to find him, he sure keeps getting found. Was was it just called John Rambo or was it just Rambo? Yeah, it was just Rambo. It's the only movie called just Rambo. Part four is Rambo. Which is because, again, his career trajectory. There's a John Rambo. There is a Rocky Balboa movie yeah. where he's like old boxer guy. Like Stallone so, is just repeating himself. I feel like at this point I should clarify for those of you who haven't read the episode <laughs> description. We are not going to talk about Rambo games. That no, could be no. its own top five probably. probably. I mean, We are going to talk about – here's here's the thing about Rambo. It was tremendously influential in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It was also mm-hmm. tremendously influential in Japan. Yes. Where it seemed like for a while every other game 
had to star a character with a bandana and no shirt and a big gun who looks suspiciously like Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) And that's what we're going to talk about. I know. The last stat I wanted to read off, if you've never seen Rambo 3, sort of the apex and the decline, that that became the most expensive movie of all time for some reason. Because that's how much... America, how many American dollars we were willing to throw into the concept wow. of Rambo? Rambo three, was Rambo most... three, yeah, wow. Rambo three, where was, he was... fights the Af- Afghans, Afghans, Afghanis? was uh, Afghans, I guess, but also fights mm. for them, and it's dedicated to the brave Mujahideen fighters that uh, yeah will be yeah. fighting in about eleven well, years because he's fighting time. against Russia, right? In that, one. yeah, yes. yeah, it's yeah. is this like uh, all like the backdrop of like the Iran Contra stuff in the eighties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but was it. was it expensive because it was a shelf for funneling arms to the, the Mujahideen? I don't like. I, I don't know because it's not really on screen. It mm-hmm. might have been yeah. mostly to Stallone, mm-hmm. but it uh, it was sort of a debacle that killed the franchise because it not because it wasn't successful, but because it cost so much up front. Well, Michael and I were kind of talking about like the thing with a lot of these games. They are taking liberties with that character because, like you said, like oh, yeah. he tends to be more sneaky, stealthy, and he has that cool ass knife, and he's got the bow and arrow, and like a lot of these games are mixing like him with I think Arnold's character in yeah. Commando, John mm-hmm. Matrix, something Matrix, yeah, John, John Matrix, John Matrix, yeah, <laughs> John <laughs> Matrix, a name that you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because he is like that human. super actiony. Just my name, kill my name is Ben Construct. but if you look at i think the cover of it's got to be on our list one of these games like literally it is reproducing the cover art from commando with one of the characters and rambo art with another i think you're thinking predator but yes yes oh that's right yes yes yeah predator Mm -hmm. which is yeah another one that that is yes another one that they would borrow from very very dylan you son of a bitch yeah (laughs) bring it around to streets of fire you get like a crab-faced alien with that weird pompadour that villains in anime have uh, but there was an article you sent me michael i loved it where it's literally showing like either the covers of games or art from games that literally has like the freeze frame of the movie that it's pulling yeah. from like there's at least three or four games where someone mm-hmm. is tying their bandana oh, on yeah. their head and flexing their back muscles yep. the same way rambo does yep. like it's there's at least a couple of those on here oh yeah but oh, we yes. will get into these rambo clones right after this Hey everybody, it's me, the raccoon that used to live under Chris's porch until Chris came to me and said, we're moving in a new direction and that direction is east, far away from you and your piles of rat skulls and terrible songs. Some of you may not remember me. I used to be Vigigame Apocalypse's mascot years and years ago. And while it's been a long time since I've been active, the hosts came to me and said, hey, we figure a few minutes from you would be more entertaining than dead air this week, so can you maybe do a little shtick and tell people more about the show? So yeah, here I am to tell you all how to support this group of ingrates that think they can just kick me off the show, ignore my endless texts for years and years, and then bring me back on like nothing's happened. First and foremost, visit their stupid Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime, where you can sign up to pay actual money for stuff you won't find anywhere else, including shows from these guys going into depth about video games that they, a bunch of losers in their 40s, enjoy playing. Also, you can go onto your podcast app of choice and leave a review. Five-star reviews only, please. You know the drill. Bad things will happen if it's less than that. I'll come to your house and stare at you. You won't see it because it'll be through the nearest window, but you'll know that I was there. Why? Because there will be remnants of something that you don't want to see piled, and you'll think it's a cat. You will think it's a cat. 
cats do this, but it's me. It's me and my army of unseen raccoons. But what you can really do to help us is just tell a friend about the show. You've got a friend who likes video games and they're like, oh man, I wish they were good podcasts to listen to. Guess what, freak? Listen to Video Game Apocalypse. That's what you say. Insult them and end your friendship as long as they hear about us. That's the important thing. Anyway, I'm being chased off with a broom. So see you never, kids. And we're back to talk about what? Ramblings. Rambo 5. Rambo. Five of the Rambos. Oh, he's becoming Andre the Giant slowly. And, yeah, you got to be careful. And I, <laughs> I just want to say, I have ranked these not in order of quality, but in order of how blatant a Rambo ripoff this is. Good call. Uh, which is why this is our number five. Number five. What do you want from me? I just invited you here so we could have a talk. Invited? That's what you call sending armed soldiers after me? Sorry if they were a little rough with you. Rob, we've got a serious situation here. Only you can get us out of it. I'm retired from Foxhound. You're not my commander anymore, and I don't have to take orders from you or anyone else. You will take these orders. I know it. This one's a little bit of a stretch because... I think this character is legally distinct from Rambo in terms of his appearance. He Just does not have... Snake Plissken. <laughs> no, no. <Yeah>. no. <laughs> he, he looks more like Rambo than Snake Plissken with that True. bandana. Yeah. Uh, yes. what, what, what game is this? Uh, this, is, well, this is Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. Uh, I do agree with you if we are talking about Metal Gear as a whole. Yes. Because of Metal yeah. Gear for the... For the uh, uh, I was at MSX three times in a row. The original Metal Gear game yes. is a Rambo. Like, it totally. is just it, blatantly a Rambo. Yeah, even, like, I used to get that game confused with the NES Rambo. Like, just, the, the, you know, like, they're totally different games. But, yeah, it, and that premise of a colonel or whatever going mm-hmm. to convince this guy to fight yeah. again, that that is straight like, up some Rambo Every shit. Rambo movie begins that way with either Colonel Troutman or someone else trying to convince Rambo, like, no, you gotta, you gotta come back and fight for country. The difference is, Rambo needs almost no convincing. Uh, in, you know, <laughs> First Blood, that, that scene like, he goes and he's, he's at a prison and Troutman's like, come on, you don't want to stay here, do you? You're gonna be reactivated and go back to Nam and, and you know, you, you were at this prison camp where these guys are being held so you know the territory and, and Rambo's only, he doesn't ask questions, he doesn't uh, protest he's just like, will we win this time? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a sweet question, <laughs> like I'm so damaged, will we win this time? <laughs> but yeah, Snake does put up quite a bit more of a fight Is your life in Alaska all that great? There's a dog sled race this week. Next Saturday, I have to be in Anchorage. Get dinner on the longest sled race in the world. When did you become a dog musher? Right now, my 50 huskies are my only family. I've got to take care of them. 50 huskies? <laughs> Don't worry hey, man. about your dogs. What do you mean? It's never I explained what the he ball. <laughs> I, I killed all the dogs. He does. He, um, he runs. He runs a brothel of large women. I'm, I'm no dog racing expert, but I'm pretty sure you don't run the itinerod with fifty dogs on your phone. I mean, you well, actually, unless you want to win, actually, Matt. Actually, Matt. <laughs> usually, with the itinerod, you run a team of is usually either ten to eight to ten dogs, but you might use fifty dogs as breed 
Bringing material, getting the best dog. Okay, hold on. You know hold, that. On. hold on. Hold on. Because I got really into the Iditarod. <laughs> Are you like the Stephen A. Smith of the Iditarod? <laughs> You're just like, no, man. Let me tell you Let something. Let me tell you. I, I thought maybe like you send someone ahead and like, you know, in a truck or something, and then you like meet up with them and like, okay, it's. Let's let these ten dogs go back and right. ten new dogs. Yeah, we got to dope these dogs. We got to change the blood in all these dogs. Yep. Make sure they run the best race. <laughs> got to mix Jesus. up their DNA. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's because of this scene. I think more than anything else that it like it hit home. Like oh yeah, no, this is totally uh, mm-hmm. biting on Rambo's style. Any sneaky, you know, snake is sneaky killing. Oh, yeah. It's just snake. like Rambo. Sneaky snake. Uh, well, I, I would say Metal Gear is like it's it's about fifty fifty influenced by Rambo and Escape from New York. Um, you know, the, there are scenes in both movies that you can say like, "Oh yeah, Kojima stole this." <laughs> this is very well, clear. Yeah, because like this, I mean, other than the character name, he's not really like Snake Plissken. Like he talks like him, but yeah. like he doesn't act yeah. as badass as Snake Plissken. Yeah. Like he's not out there like you know giving one liners as he's offing dudes. You mm-hmm, know, like right. Snake's pretty boring actually oh my god sacrilege just yeah. said it but you know he's a pretty straight laced character yeah. Yeah. i'm, I'm I mean, actually fairly compassionate and likable i, I think dogs for a living <laughs> why people say snake plissken like like these metal gear games are just anime snake has very big anime protagonist vibes oh, where he's sure. a boring sure. character that's just like hey i'm just trying to get all this information out here yes, uh you know that's true He's just he's just boring. I'm just and the story is very much playing out around. I'm just him. asking just, questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Metal> Gear. <laughs> How do we really know if the fox die virus is effective? Look, sometimes sometimes you have to go on the Joe Rogan podcast to get your opinions out there. It's fine. <laughs> Don't be you afraid of the, the other g- side. The Lale Lule Low, or whatever it's called. Now it's the all about the Daughters of Liberty. Robots. The Trilateral Commission. That's just a think tank. Anyone can join. <laughs> you know, the Federalist Society really has some good ideas. Uh, uh, I have another clip here. Uh, oh, yeah, th- this also drives it home that, uh, like Rambo, Snake is this. I'm no patriot. Snake. There's enough dirt in your file from your days as an agent to keep you in the stockade until you're a very old man. Oh, I see. Blackmail. No, Snake. I prefer to look at it as helping you come to a decision more easily. But anyway, I know you better than that. You'd take this assignment even without the threat. Why do you say that? You're a natural-born soldier. You're not the grow-old-gracefully type. No, you're yeah. the grow old in about 10 years type. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you know, that actually, <laughs> they wouldn't have like, had a lot of dirt. Because, yeah, if you know the story of those games, he got old really quick. Yeah, Vulgar so. yeah. <laughs> Solid 4, it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, mm-hmm. I was we just have enough dirt to hold you in week. jail for a week, <laughs> Snake. <laughs> you're done for. Oh, you want to see Snake in HD? Too bad. He's an old man yeah. now. You know, you're going to have game... to stream us through PlayStation Plus from now on. Yeah, that <laughs> game uh, gets maligned a lot. You know, rightfully so. It's, like, not the Metal Gear games. Still a really good game, and a really... Just the fucking last half of that game. It was just like, Which game are you talking for? Four, yeah. Four. yeah. Who maligns yeah. for? Four's great. Lots of people. Fuck no, people. Maligned four. People Fuck malign four a lot. People four's are great. Not... It's, it's, it's mostly movie, very little gameplay. Yes. But that's yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the thing people have an issue with. But I still think that last 
a last half of that game. Okay, is here's fucking the thing, though. Bonkers. If you didn't know that going in by the fourth one of those, then then that's on you, bro. Like I would say, have... that one gets worse, though. That one is yeah, yeah, pretty bad. worse. That's but like you know, hour and a half cutscenes. The ending, Jesus, like three hours of an end. Like you thought, but it's the so reason good. Oh, that ending so just like the end with the big boss yeah. at the. Oh. So good. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Love four. I, yeah. I would argue you could have stopped the series there, but then we wouldn't have gotten five, which is the best Metal Gear. Yes, game, so. I agree. Agree wholeheartedly. It's it's just ground. It's not, it's, I mean, it's just the fucking PSP game on a bigger system. Peace Walker. It's just Peace Walker on a bigger system. Without the compartmentalized <laughs> Monster Hunter worlds. True. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Solid Snake is very much a Rambo clone. Even yeah. if he's nowhere near as blatant as this. Number four. God damn, that's a banger to track. Now, this one is extremely blatant. And uh, right now, certain listeners who had a Sega Master System growing up might be scratching their heads a bit. As to why this is on the list, but any any idea? Is it Rambo? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, actually, okay. So this game was originally launched in Japan as Ashura, and it was about um, a couple of Buddhist monks out to <laughs> save their friends. The game was then licensed in the U.S. as Rambo, but they didn't. <laughs> they it was they only had that license in the U.S. and the only thing they changed about it was they changed the, the main character Monk Sprite to Rambo Sprite. And then in the in Europe, they didn't bother with the license. They called it Secret Command, or on the title screen, Secret Commando. And it's exactly the same game, exactly the same sprites. They changed nothing but the name. And and yet, it's, it's still not a, officially Rambo in Europe. Uh, so this, this is when it's like, well, technically it was Rambo. Only the non-Rambo versions have been re-released officially, like on the virtual console. Wow. I did. Yeah. Sorry. I never had a master system. I eventually played this. I didn't know its history. I remember they had like master system kiosks at certain stores when, when I was a kid. And like, this was one of the games, like you could, you could play a game for like five minutes or whatever. And this is one of the ones that was in the rotation. Uh, so I, I remembered that and yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised. Oh, this didn't originate as a Rambo game, and yet the original game is exactly like Rambo, and I actually have a really hard time believing this was not originally intended as a Rambo game, Mm. because, like, the first few levels are, like, you know, fighting through rice paddies and jungles and stuff, and it looks like Hikari Warriors, and then there's a level later on where it's like, this is clearly a town where you're fighting sheriff's deputies in cowboy hats and there are police ah. cars parked by the side of the road. Like, I am clearly killing cops here. There is no doubt about this. And, like, eight, you know, FBI snipers in, in, like, the blue hats. And, like, is this is this supposed to be, like, the first blood level right here? Like, I fought through Vietnam and now I'm coming home and I gotta fight guys. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't think that one through. That's okay, neither do I. It's I it's a bizarre it. game that it was at one point an officially licensed Rambo product, but not anymore. It's like a cheat entry then. Oh, it's kind of a cheat entry. It depends well, on the that, territory I mean, you're in. 
I mean, look, in Japan, well, in Japan, they call it Rambo, they call it uh, First Blood 2 Rambo USA, so, um... <laughs> okay, yeah, a little bit of a cheat entry, but it's such an oddity that I couldn't not put it on here, and it's, it's just like, you know, a, a top-down shooter that's kind of bad. So they, they licensed Rambo First Blood Part 2, that was the official title. And then they there was also a Rambo 3 game for Sega Master System that was like a rail shooter. So, um, yeah, Rambo has a storied history on the Master So it's confusing as Goonies 2. Yeah. Just about, yeah. 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 Right Yet up another there. movie I've never seen. Goonies 2? I've never seen Goonies. Let's keep it that I've way. I've never seen Goonies, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you're missing out. It's a great film. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who's been really shitty about it, so now I'm not watching it out of spite. Oh, I don't <laughs> um, do that. I I have to. Yeah, I you, have you should. To. It's it it it's much better when you're a kid. So, but it's it, you know better late than never. I, I didn't see it till my like twenties. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, no it was HBO. an event when I was growing yeah, up. Like, I, I, was... I loved it when I was a kid, and then I saw it again as an adult. It's like, this is ridiculous. I can't take this seriously. This kid has a fucking Rube Goldberg device in his front it's... yard just to open his gate. But it's the perfect kid movie. Like, yeah. it's a power fantasy for mm, kids. That's right? true. Like, yes. It was perfect as a kid to see that shit and be like, yeah. Because, yeah, like, we would go off on our adventures on our bikes, but mm-hmm. we weren't fucking like, discovering pirate ships. This is what we were ships. imagining we were doing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That we could do in a perfect yeah, world. Yeah, when, when we went into our sewers, we just found, like, people passed out with old needles and shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't find yeah, fucking yeah. pirate skeletons. <laughs> that's where I sucked my first booby. In the uh, sewer? In the <laughs> yeah. sewer? I mean, yeah, second that's booby. A, yeah. That's an unsanitized booby. Yeah. Yeah. Was it attached to a clown? And it was, it was it also <laughs> in a... <laughs> It's also in a float down they, here. What the, they, they all float. I was gonna say it was also in a graveyard. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's good. All right, got, that's as good him. time as any. Fucking got him, Tio. <laughs> to move along. Number three. I didn't play a lot of sounds on the last one, but I will absolutely make up for it with this one. Sound it up. We. The Special Mission Unit was sent here to rescue hostages upon a request from the Lloyd government. There was, however, no sight of a camp at the designated location. We had been tricked by the Lloyd regime. What met our eyes instead was... Flashback or title sequence? Both! (laughs) Sounds like Airwolf, but Mm. I know it's not Airwolf. This is this is a game that we've talked about before on this show, and that used to be part of a series of running in jokes at our old employer, Chris. Oh, Chairman Steve. Yeah, yes, this is Last Alert, um, <laughs> which has some of the most fantastic voice acting in history. Colonel Kadat of the Republic of Libid, Mr. Lee of the Hong Kong Mafia, Chairman Steve of the Dual Foundation, Doctor Garcia, a brilliant physicist. With these four as its core figures, Force Project, an international armed band, began its evil activities. Its aim was to rule the world by organizing massacres, blackmailing, terrorism, and smuggling of weapons. So, Last Alert... And the colonel before he went belly up. Yeah. <laughs> Last Alert is, is like Rambo on Sega Master System. This, this came out for the, the Turbo CD. It's like a, a top-down shooter, kind of unremarkable. It is pretty neat that like only in some levels does... 
the main character Guy Kazama look like Rambo with with no shirt and the red bandana. Sometimes he's wearing fatigues. Sometimes he's wearing a tuxedo. It varies depending on the the mission that he's he's going into. But uh, the centerpiece of this game, the main reason to experience it is not the game itself. Again, it is the wonderful, wonderful voice acting. I thought I'd find you here. I thought we'd always do things together. Even when we die. We've received a report that Lloyd and the Force Project jointly developed a stealth aircraft. You're not expecting me to steal it. That's what I want. Spartan has already infiltrated into Lloyd's frontline base, Blue Rhinos. He'll be your assistant on this mission. Well, I owe Lloyd and the Force Project one, and I always make it a rule to get square with these guys. That sounds like Paul Rudd. <laughs> it's like, is this like a- doing a bit. Is this American Ninja? Might as well be. American. It's like the the lines are like so many of the best line readings. It's a combination of bad translation and the the actor apparently not understanding where what words are supposed to be emphasized. Like I owe these guys one. Like who says who talks like that? We uh, used to be a really good. We were actually a society that mm-hmm. had that stood for something. Yeah. Back when voice actors were people who were paid off by a sandwich. Exactly. We live in a society. But so so uh, Chairman Steve is one of the villains that you have to fight. He's he's an evil billionaire with with his own luxury uh yacht slash freighter on which he's building a stealth bomber or something very casual moniker oh yeah very casual moniker very casual delivery you've shown me some fancy action here the damages on this ship and the weapons aboard will come to a billion dollars people will hate you steve if you're too stingy I just love like the long what pause the and then the, the boss music. People will hate oh me, my Steve. God. Too, stingy. too stingy. <laughs> oh, man, Steve, who sounds like who sounds like Judd Reinhold's little brother. Like, <laughs> oh god, I. Okay, is this all like? Is this FMV or is this? Well, no, like, no, it's no. it's a CD oh. game, so they could do that. Like, yeah. but because when you look at the graphics, you're like. I would have been disappointed if I bought a Turbo CD game and it looked like this, but then yeah, the audio, you're like, oh, okay. It's, it's like a typical, you know, 16-bit game with small characters. Like the the cutscenes are like, you know, have very limited animation. And it's just like big character portraits that they sometimes move their mouth. It, but it's, it's, it's lip-sync sprites. You, you rarely yeah. see that. I mean, oh, I, lip-sync in quotes. They yeah. don't, like, re- you know, really go to any great lengths. But... Uh, and and then of course there are scenes where it's just you know the character sprites standing around and there's voiceover like this guy Kazama if you don't want the hostage killed <laughs> you should keep quiet guy the stealth bomber is in the back of this <laughs> no that's not a real voice <laughs> hang in there just a while longer <laughs> this guy's got MQ a gun to your head just hang in modulator no way that was a real and like, what that, is this? I, I hear that and it's like, are we sure this was meant to be taken seriously? Like, where's the earth shattering kaboom? <laughs> <Were> they, <laughs> it were, sounds like the Martian, something Marvin. My, my understanding is that the quote unquote voice actors are actually like, you know, the people at the com- like just in marketing at this company that no. bring this over. Like, you not professionals say. in any sense. You don't say. I do say. Um, oh my god! But oh man, so but this this. Oh. 
might be my favorite bit right here. Why would a hireling soldier like you run such a risk to torment me like this? Why? Garcia, nobody can hire my feelings. <laughs> is he mean, is he meaning to say raise my spirits hire my feelings hire my like, well, because he's, he says a hireling soldier like you so a mercenary why are you and he's like nobody can hire my feelings by the way that last voice that's chris pratt that is just wow. chris pratt you can't it's not yeah. <laughs> the new Mario. garcia uh, no Europeans, all, all you <laughs> European listeners, this was called Red Alert in your region, apparently. Was it? So if you're oh, going, wow. Yeah. Hey. Red Alert in, uh, in Europe and Japan. I feel like that would have been taken uh, elsewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, look, uh, when does Red Alert come out? Right. Command and Conquer Red Alert? That's yeah, not that's, for a, a while, That's the only right? one I could think of. 8990. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there also one, like, for Virtual Boy, or am I thinking of something else? Maybe. Is that... Is that yeah, is that the plane game? I can't even remember. Sounds that. familiar. I mean, having you know, there are some terms that are just so generic you can't get the license, like you can't get that's the true. rights to it as a yeah. game name, and so like you would think, like, oh, that's someone's going to take that. It's like, well, you can't actually take that because it's a, it's too common a phrase. Mm-hmm. And Red Alert would probably qualify. Yeah. I don't know, Guy Kazama. What uh, what title do you prefer? I thought we'd always do things together. Even when we die. Ah, you're useless. <laughs> you die. Uh, gee, uh, uh, guy, and, uh, well, let's, uh, let's go kill some bad guys there, uh, guys. Stuff bomber. <laughs> no. It's Homsar. No. Fucking Homsar is a game. It's Homsar. Like, no, Homsar. Homsar is the guy. Wow. <laughs> I'm also just hearing Teddy from. from just hearing Teddy. The monarch's going to be pissed. Uh, <laughs> man. It's a great Romano. Um, yeah. uh, and, 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 and I just. Yeah. What, I, I don't. I was but a lowly intern, I think, when this game was discovered by a mm. young group of people at Gams Redder. Yeah, but, I think we can credit Christian Nutt, uh, one of our former leaders, yeah. with, uh, with discovering it for us. Yeah, because I think Christian was just a guy who played this as a kid and and might have had a Turbo Graphics because he wrote yep. he's written several great articles on the history of NEC and shit. Uh, mm. But I just remember all of us laughing about this and eventually, man, remember we had such a style we eventually had to write an article called Chairman Steve's House of In Jokes. I do remember it because I wrote that article. <laughs> he did write that article, but it's it's left left an indelible reference on us as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, Chairman Steve, it's so silly. Yeah, I've Steve. never I'm I'm hot thinking about this silly <laughs> game. Like I, oh, this is something that is going to break my is breaking me now. Yeah, and I've uh, never been able to play it because I've never been able to get a turbo duo CD game successfully emulated on my computer. Hmm. I know I've had yeah. to take it into IT twice trying to get that to work. Did that uh, Turbo Graphics Retro thing that launched like last year include Turbo CD games as well? I don't it think so. It, I included, think it's all it included a few, but not it this did one. Include, okay. Never this but one. <laughs> I thought it was just all the Turbo Graphics stuff none of this cd but there, there were a few CD? i think like gates of thunder okay. or lords of thunder whichever one was on cd look i i i was lucky to get it <laughs> yes like turbo graphics were a little bit above my pay grade uh i also was a child yeah, <laughs> fair enough. uh most of us were back then um yeah but anyway <laughs> i think we've laughed at this enough 
for it's now. Great. There's not a lot great to fun. say about the game. It's a top-down shooter. It was kind of neat for its time, and but the the cutscenes are what makes it memorable. This list has yeah, been full of surprises. So I, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Michael, can you can you tell can you have uh, tell me what Garcia can't do again, please? Can you do that for me? <laughs> Garcia, nobody can hire my feelings. Oh, God. Chris, can yeah, I hire a feeling? Chris Pratt can't miss, baby. It sounds, it sounds like that robot chicken nerd doing a John Wayne, imp- a Jack Burton yeah. impression. <laughs> yes, this is Jack Burton. Oh, <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. <laughs> Something I know everybody will recognize. Number two. Anyway, you get the idea. What is it? Contra. Probotector. Yeah. Probotector. The game that everyone says is hard, but it's not really hard. You just can't run through the level. You have to take your time. Mm-hmm. Just take your time. It's yeah. still hard. Or, or if you, you just know, sit just, there, you will get shot. Just so. cheat. Just use the 30 man's code. There's a reason that code was fucking implemented in the game. Right? Yeah. And the reason the developers so could actually get through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Contra, baby. Yeah, yeah Contra. Contra. A.K.A. Grizor, A.K.A. This game was ripping off every 80s genre movie. The yeah. Like, this is the one you're talking about at the, at the top of the show, where, like, the cover was... It was ripping off both Predator and Rambo, in that, like, so Lance Bean, the player two, is doing the Rambo pose... And Bill nice Reiser, name. player one, is doing the Predator pose. And part of the rich tradition of <laughs> 80s games ripping off American popular culture. Oh, yeah. Not not the first yeah. on our list so far that literally the cover art is a ripoff. Like oh, yeah. uh, Metal Gear, we mentioned before, that's just the Terminator-like pose. Yeah, where, yeah. it's like literally, it's, it's almost a tracing of Michael Bean from Terminator. Yes. Is, oh, my God. Is that why Lance Bean's last name is Bean, do you think? Well, it wouldn't surprise come? me, but it's it's B-E-A-N, not like B-I-E-A-N. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Hmm. Because that is... <laughs> That is, a, that is a lame last name for an yeah. action character. <laughs> it's me, Lance Bean. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? But yeah, this game, this has so many of the like running gun action tropes. Like it's, you know, like in real life when you can just put attachments on your mm-hmm. weapons to change the way your gun shoots. Yeah, you know how that works. Right? Get, you know? get the machine gun or the spreader and yeah, just shoot in every direction with your gun held yeah. out in front of you. Or change yeah. it to a laser. Why yeah. not? Sure. Why? Um, and also in the uh, the arcade version, which, by the way, sounds like this. I like the, uh, the drum fill at the beginning of that. It's like, is that Miami Sound Machine? Because it sounds like it. Uh, but, like, you play the arcade game, and you realize, like, the spread gun in this looks like one of the guns from Aliens. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. I could pick it out. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. The it, thing about, like, so arcade versions, their soundtracks ruled. We never heard them back then. Or when, when we yeah. did, they were drowned out by, like, 40 other soundtracks exactly. around them. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it, it's so weird when I play, because that's part of the Contra collection. They give you yeah. the arcade and, and the console version. It's like... Oh, it never sounded like this to me, but I'm glad I'm hearing this as intended right now because, yeah, it was fucking covered up by bleep, bloop, bloops from like 40 machines yeah. around it. Yeah. 
if you were lucky, you could play it like at a at a grocery store or a Seven Eleven or something, where it's like one of two machines. You could, but I doubt this would have been one of those two machines. Like of all the machines they would have ordered, probably wasn't going to be Contra. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I feel like there was there was a sect of watchdog watchdog groups that thought every video game was Contra. As when when video games are written about, mm. it's yeah. Are you have you only seen Contra and Double Dragon? What, yeah. right. what games are? all games have guns and punching girls in the stomach. I've never understood <laughs> though, like with Contra, are we led to believe that the enemy human troops are teamed up with aliens? Is that what's going on here? No, obviously Maybe. obviously uh it's about the lizard people uh-huh. who oh, now mutated sure. into yeah. the anti CIA. That's right. Yeah, uh you see course, if you read yeah. my if you read my, my story that was co written by Jesse the Body, the Mind of Inform, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it will obviously break down the the correlation right. between the right. alien troops and the actual human soldiers that you are definitely mm-hmm. murdered. Makes sense. Because yeah, yeah. you're contra the deep state. Actually, if you look at it's the whole Hogan's of the world that that work with them and yeah. go through everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Con- Contra is one of those games. Like, yeah, it's ripping off Commando, then it's ripping off Predator, then it's clearly, clearly ripping off Aliens uh, yes. in its later stages, especially. But it was also very confusing as a kid because the Iran Contra like yes, trials yes. were going on, yes. and I'm like, what does that have to well, do with the it, fucking Alien you know, shooting game? The, the Contras were. Uh, I forget which side they were on. There was the the Sandinistas, I think, were the communists, and then the Contras were the the anti-Sandinistas, like the the right wing yeah. militias. And uh, yeah, so and because the first level takes place in a jungle, it's easy to think it's you know based on an ongoing conflict in the eighties, which it wasn't. It just you know Contras Spanish for against. And I remember, like, I, I saw it, like, oh, it's Contra, and, like, I want to go play it, and my dad wouldn't let me. He's like, no, think of all the, the people whose families were killed by the Contras. Oh, my God. So disrespectful. Maybe that's why they called the, why it was called Super C, instead of, instead of Super but Contra. I, I think it was Super Contra in arcades, and then Super C on NES. Uh, I mean, if he didn't want you to play that, you definitely couldn't have played Guerrilla War, where you're literally uh, yes. playing as Fidel Castro yeah. and Che. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're they, right. They, they uh, you know, whitewash that a bit in the U.S. version. You're just, you know, some sort of uh, ind- nondescript revolutionaries. <laughs> right. You're hey, Gavero. <laughs> <laughs> And this was before uh, kids thought, like, Che was cool. Before, like, Che mm-hmm. was on t-shirts and shit like that. Before yeah, Rage Against yeah. the Machine kind of made that a thing. That was, right? like, and this that was, was the like, first game we, like, my friends, like, I found it. There's blood in a Nintendo game. It's when you explode, they just use the color of red in your death explosion. And, mm-hmm. like, we were like, fuck, yeah, this game is so gritty, Guerrilla War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's playable in the SNK 40th Anniversary Collection. It's yeah. a pretty cool game. The original Japanese title, just Guevara. Yeah, yeah, fucking Guevara, Guevara and Contra, the two polar opposites. But I, 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 I do like that. You know, I feel like Contra has eclipsed the original historical yes. uses well, of the name yeah. in terms of recognizability. I was going to say when I went to school, because I'm a little bit younger than you guys, I remember learning about the Contra and being yeah. like. The video game, <laughs> like, because like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I Oliver North could have gotten was. out of trouble had he just put in the Konami code. All would have been mm. well. Fucking, you're absolutely right. Or know. at least, you know, not use the spray gun. If you use any other gun, you would have been fine. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Use the fire one. 
Yeah. <laughs> Contra games are, are so great in theory, and again, I own that collection, but it's just like, all I can really ever do is get through the first few levels, and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I've sort of had my Contra mm. fill for now. It's, like, it's real it, tough to play all When you all get good enough to get through Contra, it's hard to go back yeah. into yeah. Contra. Yeah. Except for Contra I, 4. Contra 4 is only on 3D or DS, regular Nintendo DS, and it's way yeah. forward making a wonderfully throwback wonderful throwback sequel and it's just never been on any other platform probably i would say i i am a huge fan of contra hardcore i think contra hardcore is a tremendous game yeah and contra 3 also was one of my favorites like contra 3 was one of those games along with link to the past and super castlevania 4 that i could get through like multiple times Mm -hmm. in, in the span of a weekend like yeah, yeah I've, I've I beat this over and over and over again. It's like, we, we it's a probably of, a ton of sharded soldier as well for PS One. Mm. Well, I think this this one I actually own, and it was like one of like maybe four or five Super Nintendo games I had, oh. you know, in the, the year or two after the system came out. So I played the shit out of Contra well, Three, mm-hmm. but but yeah, Contra Contra One I think still holds a special place in a lot of uh, oh, yeah. young stunted hearts from the eighties. Yeah. Well, I, I remember always being confused because it wasn't Super C's on just plain old NES, right? Not yes. the Super... Yeah, and it's yeah. like... It was like one of the first games to be like Super something, but then you're like, uh... Yeah. expecting uh, you to be in a 16 I think, But more, more than anything, going. it was one of the first games to be uh, co-op. And that's what made it sought after. Yeah. You could actually yeah. play it with a friend instead yeah, of waiting your turn. Yeah, because that's what we do. We would go have like sleepovers at our buddy's house and just play this all night because you're playing, you know, yeah. It really is one of the first great. games I can remember where you could do that. I remember, like, I, I don't remember playing Nintendo without knowing the Konami code because we yeah. did it, like, simultaneously yeah. the same night at a sleepover with Life Force. This is, like, 88. Mm-hmm. That's when I discovered the NES. All right, well, it's time to wind this down with our... And once again, I will remind you, this is an order of Ramboness, not necessarily quality. Ryan, show some guts! You can't escape me! Come get me if you can! <laughs> I will say that is from the opening of the second game in this series. Any Die guesses? Hard 2? <sighs> can I say, I just happen to love SNK so much. Yep. <laughs> for their... This is Ikari Warriors, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which you know, in the, the 80s was extremely popular, but everybody called it Ikari Warriors because mm. we were dumb Americans and we didn't know better. But uh, yeah, Ikari Warriors was a series of top-down games, the original trilogy, I guess, where you're just two shirtless dudes named Ralph and Clark who go around <laughs> shooting shit and uh, who... A lovely couple. Yes, yeah. lovely couple. <laughs> um, but there was one thing that I think, or a couple things that put the first Ikari Warriors head and shoulders above all the other similar run-and-gun shmups. First off, it had this joystick that was like eight-directional and you could turn it and it would it would click into place like a knob and yeah. that would, you know, it, it would... Right. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that's what spun you around. Yeah, it which was direction? Before twin stick was... shooters were a yeah. thing, like it was, yeah. it was basically putting twin sticks on a single stick. Which is, I never understood. Like Ikari Warriors on NES was hugely popular, but you couldn't have that feature no. on there. It, it was a way the, a much lesser version of the game. Yeah, the game was nowhere near as good as a result, and that's why I never got it. But mm-hmm. uh, but uh, another cool thing about it was that you could get into tanks, like, like mini.
space heavy explosions as you're but they're, they're like tanks. little mini tanks too because yeah. like your upper body's yeah. sort of hanging out of them the whole time it's I, great I don't, I don't think Fucking your upper Mario body Kart. was sticking out of them in that one later snk games did that like i think yeah. gorilla war did that where you're you know you're popping out of the tank so you can see who's who. well then is, is, and then is metal gorilla slug war which was snk right that's uh yes. neo yeah. geo shit mm-hmm. yeah is gorilla war the second akari warriors is it, or is there no, a... no the okay. second akari warriors is victory road yes okay that's yeah. where that voice came from and that's that that's what kept that series fresh is like you got voices now and every game in this series did something original like ikari warriors was typical just like rambo you're in the jungles you're fighting dudes it's kind of like commando but not too many people say that and then victory road was you go into the the distant future and you fight aliens and you've got a sword and uh <laughs> then the do you remember what made the third game unique tl oh uh, the third game, I cheating. don't... He's cheating. I, I, I am looking at Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know what cheating. makes it unique. So the third game, yeah. the, the sprites got a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. And so you, you could actually see the detail in your very, very Rambo-like character. And it was the first one where you started out with no guns. Like the first level, oh, you're yeah, just yeah, yeah. going around. And it's a top-down shmup-style scrolling brawler where you are just beating the tar out of random dudes with your fists, and it sounds like this. Helicopter dropping you off in the river. I appreciate the the death croak for each of these soldiers is the same as they then fall into the water. And that's even like a Rambo s score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I remember just again getting an NES in '88, and I, I I remember Akari Warriors being confusing just because like there are fucking three of these already. Like, mm-hmm. what have I missed out mm-hmm. on in this beautiful medium? <laughs> you missed out on what SNK does, which is like, oh, is this game good? I will make a hundred of them now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's very. It's actually. I've been. I've been. I've very recently gotten really into like the history of SK, which is wild. Do you do you um, have that 40th anniversary collection? Because it's like I don't, and I should. Oh, I've dude, been, if you're I've if you're into the history of SK, that's the one yeah. to get. It's fucking. Um, it's like everything except Neo Geo. It's basically like yeah. takes you up through Neo Geo. So I have I have a number of Neo Geo collections as it is. Like I'm a huge Neo Geo fan. Um I don't know why, but yeah, no, Ikari Warriors is just such a weird thing. And like Ralph is just Rambo. Yes. And he like and what's wild is like Ralph and Clark have now like I don't even know if there's people I know there's people who know who Ralph and Clark are. But may not have even played Akari Warriors because, like, they have become they have been mainstays of the King of Fighter games. Yeah, aren't they? They're, they're, fight, they, they're playable <laughs> fighter characters or something, right? Yes, they are. They are play. They've been playable fighter yeah. characters since I think the original, if not the original ninety five. Yeah, I think so. And and I have a trailer actually of uh, of their team introduction from I believe uh, King of Fighters fifteen. Team Ikari. Ralph Jones. Yeah. Ah, you know, 
the the Japanese for Ralph is is so just kind of like is like is is he doing like a, a, if Sylvester Stallone spoke Japanese so. impression? I think so. Um, Ralph, like so, Ralph's like special, like his uh, like his mega art mm-hmm. is like. He does like a couple of like uh like uh punch attacks to you. Then he walks away. It's a giant ass explosion. So it's just like him walking away from the explosion. Say, like, it just fucking rolls. Like, hey, uh, these guys brought a rocket launcher to the karate <laughs> tournament. Um, this this is but, an old meme, but it still checks out. One of my favorite memes is the uh, "There's nothing cooler than slowly walking away from an explosion." It's all these movies of that, and then it's just a dude walking out of a Taco Bell bathroom very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's really like like I said, like they became like even during like the King of Fighters storyline, they became very weirdly a huge part of the story. Like the the second arc of those games is about the Ikari Warriors. I love it. I fake like, oh, warrior oh, wow. that they created. So like it's it's such a there's they have such a weirdly huge history in the world of SNK. Yeah. I mean, doesn't uh, King of Fighters, isn't it bringing in sort of yeah. a lot of the yeah, SNK it's, it's, Smash. It's, it's Smash Brothers. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. the original, I mean, the original plot, like, obviously, like, the original game has all, like, the stuff, uh, like, the, the Keo and Iori stuff, but, like, it literally is based off of a throwaway thing in the original Fatal Fury game, because the original right. Fatal, Fu- Fatal Fury, that is the King of Fighters tournament. And then they just like, well, what if we made a game right. and put all of our characters yeah. in there? I'm, I'm guessing there's Sam Show characters in there. No, know. okay. Oh. So there's, there's Art of Fighting. There's Fatal Fury. Yes, and uh, yeah, probably a couple of others. Yeah. But Art if they got Athena Art- in a bikini, I ain't yes. interested. Uh, yeah, Psycho Art of, Soldier. Uh, yeah, yeah. Art of, fight, yeah. Art of Fighting. Uh, Fatal Fury. Uh, some Psycho Soldier. Some Akari Warriors. Like everything else is like kind of bits and pieces yeah. of other stuff. I, I don't um, think and World then Heroes ever characters. made it in. Yes, there is like two or three World Hero characters. Oh, I wow. want to say that was like KOF 2003-2004. There were some World Hero characters in. Oh no, no, sorry, no, never KOF. They were in the Maximum Impact games because the guy who right. did the art for those really liked World of Heroes. So he put World Hero Hero characters in. Yeah, it's like I think uh, Fuma or something or. Yeah. And this is where, like, I think SNK's fatal flaw with their fighting games was, like, Capcom had many fighting series, but they were all very distinct, and the characters were different. You could tell, like, oh, these are different games, different universes. A lot of the SNK stuff just sort of runs together. It's like, I don't know what's unique, other than, you know, Samurai Shodan, obviously. Oh, they have swords now. I would say, they're all, I mean, they're all... They are all different. But they're like, not King like Fighters... fucking Darkstalkers different than, like, you know, yeah, like but, Capcom, right? But yeah, but Art of Fighters and, like, Art of Fighting, Art of Fighters, and... Art of Fighting. Art of Fighting, of King of Fighters. Art of Fighting and Fatal Fury are two completely different games. Mm-hmm. And they play completely different. And, like, everything about them is different. The biggest problem with, with S&K was they didn't realize to stop... And didn't have an, a concept yeah. of how to use money, so they had to get bought out. And then what really hurt them was a Pachinko maker bought Pachinko, them out. Yeah. It was like, I don't like any of this. Get rid of all of it. <laughs> Let's you would make literally Pachinko roll up machine. on like a Neo Geo machine that would have like four SNK fighters on the same <laughs> yep. machine. Like, it's yeah. Like, I mean, they would make it. a like just almost too iterative, making an. Mm-hmm. A, an annual franchise out of multiple fighters. 
Yeah. I think that was confusing. Yeah. No. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I I really love I really love uh, SK stuff. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, like I said, I, I think I, it's, I didn't I, I didn't get into across... it until I, I rebuilt that arcade machine and mm. stole an image of all Neo Geo games and just went back and. Holy shit, like, there's not, like, a bad... There's no such thing as a bad Neo Geo game. No, they were great. Some of, no. some of them are just, wow, whole cloth ripoffs, but, like, fuck, these are good. That's really, as a kid, when I should have known where America was heading with, like, you know, the uh, income in, income inequality. Like, the fucking rich kids got all the Neo Geo shit. The yeah, rest yes, of us. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and that, that's the irony, that, like, yeah, like, like you were just saying, a lot of... Neo Geo games uh, were were ripoffs, and they were designed to be ripoffs. It's like here's the hey arcade owners, here's the affordable version of yep. Final Fight or yep. Street Fighter Two or yeah. whatever. Like here, here's Commando. a knockoff it's... that we'll also draw in. But the even thing though, is, even... so, so, so Chris, you do all this arcade shit, and yet I'm guessing you still can't reproduce the original Akari Warriors because that stick was yeah, like probably you, yeah. you, know, you can't. You can't do the spinning stick. Like you'd have to find have like you can, a you can super like custom get a R button to, to turn <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Get a golden tea machine. Retrofit that little trackball mm-hmm. for okay. the spinning thing. That's but it's how not you a trackball. It. It's like a fucking like Michael was saying, it's, it's more like a yeah. dial that you that just yeah, happens yeah. to be a joystick. It's it's wild. I, I bet yeah. someone out there makes them and that they they'll probably work with, uh, probably one up. Yeah. But that that is that remains the coolest thing about the original Akari Warriors. Yes. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I'd spin the stick, and that's the direction I face. And then, of course, eventually we found out, like, oh, twin sticks lets you do this and have a bit more control, and, and yeah. might as well do that. Can know? I? Can I? I want to throw another SNK game on here that sure. I, I just thought about as we talked about it. Metal Slug. Yeah, Metal Slug. I think yeah. Metal Slug well, would be in that same kind we, of vein. We yeah? can include Metal Slug in here because Ralph and Clark were in Metal Slug yeah. Six. And yes. they, yeah, they, they're playable characters. But I, I actually looked at like Marco Rossi. Is like, does he count as a Rambo? He's kind of like he, a, he's like he has a bandana, but he's sort of a sad sack. That, Rambo. That's the thing is, I was yeah. going through Metal Slug characters to see if there were any Rambos, and at least like yeah. just the the drawings of them, nothing like stood out. Like, oh yeah, that's clearly yeah. meant to be John Rambo. So like that, I said, Ralph, Ralph is the Rambo of, yes. of the yes. of the group. Again, Ralph and Clark, not tough guy names. Like, these are fucking, like, uh, Superman's alter ego who's meant yes. to be, like, the wimpy guy. And a plumber's name. Let's face Clark, it. Clark Ralph Griswold. in the 80s was a plumber's also, name. Also, Ralph's like, spelled with an F, so I think they're supposed yeah. to be, like, Dutch or something. <laughs> oh, Rolf. Oh, Rolf. See? Look, see? Way tougher. Ah, and then he's shirtless. tougher. Shirtless. Walks away from explosions. Also the name of a dog, of a mother. Their so, commander officer is a dude with an eye patch named Heidern. Which is like, is he German? I'm not sure. Uh, he he is, he is definitely German. Mm. It's funny because in his model, especially in King of Fighters 15, he is literally like, if, if, it seems like he's like two feet taller than them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they do the very, if they fight, if Ralph or Clark or Ralph and Hydard or, you know, the any of the Ikari Warriors and Leona, if they fight, before they fight, they do a salute. Mm-hmm. It's a very proper... And then they go into the salute. But I love that even with the design for Ralph and Clark, they are, in the games, they are the exact same model design, just made up differently. But because of that, to make them feel different, they have different animations. So Clark is, like, very still, and Ralph does, like, the bouncy thing, just so that they can be like, no, these are totally different characters. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. These aren't the same characters. We didn't just make the same model. What are you talking about? Why would about? we do such a thing? <laughs> yeah, 
Inconceivable. What is this palette swap of which you speak? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for our top five Rambo clones or Ramblones or however you want to say it. Uh, so on that note, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some news, some new releases, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Spotted Savage's hidden fortress. It's Rambo in his Skyfire assault helicopter. Open fire. Missiles away. This missile's for you, Warhawk. Wow, Rambo's a one-man army. Get help. I'll get you. You're hooked, Havoc. Here's your friend, Warhawk. Rambo's Skyfire helicopter with spotlight and winch. Figures and helicopters sold separately. Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. No, we're just out of a screening of Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm here with the most knowledgeable man I know in the field of all things Spider-Man, Chris Baker. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you're too kind. Thank you, Chris. I couldn't get tickets at all for the Thursday screening. As if the Spider-Man tickets sold out real fast, crashed AMC's website. And I asked around, does anybody want to see Spider-Man at 1 p.m. on Friday? Because <laughs> it's like, I'm not dodging spoilers again. I'm just not. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i go with you again right. on Saturday whenever you can do it, but I'm going to experience this fresh. Super important to me. And I'm, I like that the hype for this movie was like through the roof. But when I saw Endgame, I think it, I was talking to you about it. Like, I didn't... The trailer only showed, like, the first 40 minutes of the movie. I had no no idea what oh, yeah, Endgame yeah. was even going like, to be about. Time travel and all that was, like, completely left right. out of the... I, I, yeah. I, I read your movie sites and all that stuff, but I'm really good at avoiding spoilers. But, like, dude, the Spider-Man stuff just crept over into everything. And when I finally walked out of the movie, I'm like... Yeah, other than the post-credits scene, like, that, all of that. All of that was spoiled for me, like naturally on Facebook. Man, they broke through. I got hit by every spoiler. It was still... It, you need to see it, even if it's been spoiled. Certain details have been spoiled for you. Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our final segment, where we're just going to jump straight into... This low effort show rolling with a low effort intro. Uh, yeah. Sniper Elite Five came out last week. I played yep, it to Game Pass. I think we've uh, yes, did, I yes, don't know if you mentioned Pass. that on the yeah. show. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. So, so uh, yeah, if you have an Xbox and Game Pass or PC and Game Pass, uh, you can play it. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. If you mm. like, you know, Splinter Celly game set in World War II um, with ridiculous yeah. violence. Uh, How else am I going to blow up Hitler's balls exactly. if I can't? If it's not based in World War II, can I snipe a testicle? If not, you can, you can. keep that game. You can okay, snipe cool. testicles. It's even better if you don't mean to do it. Like you know, you're zeroing in on an enemy that's like half a mile away, and <laughs> the, the bullet drop is just such as like testicle shot pops up on the screen. Like, oh damn! I was I was aiming for his head. <laughs> this is a serious question, but it's still fun. Um, who did that first? Them or Mortal Kombat? I think it started at 9 or 10 when they did all the bone shit. I, like, think, I think it was Sniper, Sniper Elite. It was Rebellion. Yeah, yeah. Sniper yeah, Elite. Yeah, Sniper Elite was first. 
Cause I remember that was like the big. It was like you could shoot off nuts, and it's yeah, like. Yeah. But I specifically the thing where it does like an X-ray view and show a bullet going through. No, even that, even that stupid yeah. football game did it first. Yeah, well, that, oh, oh, yeah, blitz the, the league. league. Blitz the league. Oh shit! Yeah, did an God, X-ray I hate view. that game. An X-ray oh, view of the inside of your player's scrote as right. his nuts explode. That was that game horrific. is one of my least favorite games of all time. Because <laughs> really yeah, if there's one thing I want to do, it's witness the end of a player's career yes. in an X-ray <laughs> view. Well, and, it was and his, it was that in his hopes of fatherhood. Yeah, it was yeah. it was that, and like they had like the you could do steroids. I'm like, this is not what I wanted when I wanted to play a football game. Yeah, yeah. what's the league? Ugh, what a, I, what a I want my players just to do the steroids and not talk about it. Thank exactly. you very much. Thank you, WWE Boz. style. But Hello. so Sniper Elite, uh, the the yeah. yeah, the main hook of this series is that when you line up a good shot with your sniper rifle. It, you get like the most satisfying, dramatic slow mo thing where you like you see the bullet leaving your gun, and then it's like a close up on the built bullet as it like spirals through the air, and there's there's just like this sound like this, like the closer it gets, and and it's I, I remember like I re- reviewed the third one for IGN, and I said like, something about like. You know, it it carries this impending weight of destiny as you can see it like slowly. The the closer it gets, the slower it moves, and then you see like an X-ray cutaway, and then it's just like, oh yeah, I got him right through the eyeball, and his eyeball explodes, and it passes. Yeah. You can see his brain; it goes out the other end, and then you know, like oh, just normal, you know, floppy, non-dismembered dead body now. Um, but it's actual skill, unlike in like Fallout yeah. Three and Four, where it's like, hey, hey just target ahead and we'll we'll do the rest I, for you. I yeah, always so. load up these games like I'm going to love them, and I forget that like, oh, I don't actually like sniping in shooters. But it's also <laughs> hella hard with the stealth. Like yeah. it is a it's a super yeah. challenging stealth and shooting game. Yeah, I wouldn't it's, I wouldn't even call it super challenging. It's it's very stealth heavy because you want to not be discovered because that makes it so much easier to set up these cool shots and so yeah. to that end you're trying to do things like oh if i you know there's this uh, nazi patrolling over in this courtyard if i go up and sabotage his car while he's got his back to me it'll make a bunch of noise and i can use that noise if i fire at the same time that the engine pops no one will hear the shot mm-hmm. uh stuff like that and this, this one is actually a little bit controversial in that uh they this is a game, again, about gruesomely murdering Nazis during World War II. Mm-hmm. And they give you the option of using non-lethal ammunition. Which is well, like, well, why well. would I ever want to leave a Nazi alive in your gruesome Nazi-killing murder simulator? Very good people on both sides. What if you want to tickle the balls of a Nazi? Yeah, well, with what your if bullet? I could? I guess I could do that. Just what if I want to really piss off a Nazi by shooting him in the testicles? All you, all you got to do is put a put a brown person in Star Wars. Apparently, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's like oh, it's like uh, yes, Star Wars. The highest you can be is just uh, the easiest a way bit over white to <laughs> annoy a Nazi or tickle his balls. That's, that's the cheat yeah. code for this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, oh god. So, uh, so there's that, and there's also like 
So when you zoom in on Nazis, either with your binoculars or with the sniper scope, you start to see like little details about like, okay, here's what he's carrying. Here's, you know, what his rank is, whatever. And if you focus for long enough, it pops up with like a little random factoid about him. Like he enters every abandoned house he sees and eats jam with his fingers. (laughs) He's a Florida congressman. He, he writes every day to his wounded friend back home. Like, I don't want to see these assholes be humanized. I want to murder them with slow motion bullets. But also, like, give me some real fact that it's like, he's really into Shiza videos. Like, go. okay, that I believe. It's, yeah, it's, that, it's that. World War II. You'd have to go see a Shiza newsreel. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> You'd have that communal experience. <laughs> News on the trickle. <laughs> like, oh, we're jumping along. We're jumping along there, guys. Um, News yeah, from I the mean, front lines. <laughs> the cost I, no man can say. <laughs> it's just like um, you know i don't i don't need to know how many times this guy read my cough or yeah. pretended yeah. to read why are my we cough? humanizing nazis exactly. what the fuck apparently well the, the humanizing thing was in sniper elite 4 and but the the, the non-lethal ammo is new and the, the on top of that there are various little uh goals to work toward like there, there's one like you know uh Get through an area with only killing your target and something like that. And, and non-lethal ammunition is a way to achieve that. But I don't want to do the hitman ghost approach. I want to yeah. kill every fucking Nazi yeah. on the map. Right. I want to be the inglorious bastards. I want to put fear in a Nazi. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah, I want to name my character the Bear Jew and scare the shit out of those guys. I want Come the on. Nazi to piss his pants as the bullet approaches his crotch. I want them to right. call me the Gun Jew, even though I'm Italian. <laughs> I, no, I want my gun to shoot little miniature bats, mm-hmm. like the Bear Jew, but just mm-hmm. so I can go out. And, and yeah. it, they, they do make the point at one point of saying, like, oh, yeah, no, Carl is actually, uh, Carl, the main character, is German. He was, you know, lived for the first few years of his life in Germany and then emigrated to the oh. U.S. He's like, I chose my side. It's like, oh, but... Can you kill your own people? Yes. Yes. I can, <laughs> can, can I kill Nazis? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't I don't feel I don't feel like demoralized by killing people who think yeah. uh you should extinct other people. Right. Well, yeah. but again, like we we, we like we just watched for 302010 a great movie, like Ethan Hawke's first movie, Midnight Clear, and they come across these Nazis at the end of the war and he's like the German guys eventually like stop calling me Nazi. I've been in the army for 40 years and these kids are 17 years old. We do not agree with what's happening, but we will die if we don't follow orders. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing that like in real life, yes. yes. People who joined the Wehrmacht were not necessarily Nazis. They were not all bad people. They, you know, a lot of them had the misfortune to be on the wrong side of the war, but in a game about murdering Nazis. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let me just yeah. fucking murder the Nazis. It is called Sniper yes. Elite. And the uh, good news is you can murder all the Nazis. At no point does it make you not murder the Nazis. That is just an optional goal. If you're a completionist, you might want to hit it. But Real, real quick, Chris. Not. Mm-hmm. not Ethan Hawke's first movie. That was Explorers. Oh, been right. One of his that was Gary Sinise's first movie. <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, that was Forrest Gump. No, no, no. All right. It's it's why Sinise does so much charity work with soldiers. He's played a soldier from the beginning. Ah, okay. And and I, I I've always I've always appreciated the Sniper Elite series. I've always picked them up. They're not for me because I'm not like very stealthy and snipery. But like to make a single player campaign out of being a sniper, 
mm-hmm. is pretty amazing yeah. and pretty neat. And, and I. And- I this one especially has a very Hitman-like vibe in that the levels okay. are like these big open sandboxes and you're kind of given freedom to like, okay, you have these targets, you have these mission goals, and you can sort of pursue them however you want. Four gave me that vibe too. It was like on its way to being yeah, what, what the Hitman series has now become. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad they exist. I, I know this is a cliche and I use this one a lot, but like, again, this is sort of the perfect Game Pass game to me. It's like mm-hmm. a game I probably wouldn't pick up at full price i've never picked up at full price ever but i will absolutely like play through a few missions on game pass and Mm -hmm. be like yeah that's awesome you know like that's perfect i've I've always waited for these games to be discounted so yeah having it free day one free asterisk day one speaking of a game you're gonna wait to be discounted who played cow the kangaroo (laughs) (laughs) okay what is cow what is this it's, it's a, a sequel to a Dreamcast game. Yeah, it's a long-running yeah uh, the mascot series. It's, it's, it's uh, right underneath Ty the Tasmanian. What Ty the Tiger? Yeah, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Yes, I, yes. I know of him. Yeah. Look, uh, there is a. I I had a really cool idea that I wanted to do with like it was like these fake articles like doing like the where are they now of your of like these childhood uh, mascot. Uh, I'm, like I'm sure movies mascots. have been made about that, absolutely. Uh, like, you know, like Arrow the Acrobat. It's not like a certain Soleil yeah. performer. It's like some yeah. shit like that. Um, so, yeah, no, me seeing this, I've, but I've never heard of this one before. And, like, that used to be – I don't it's a like them. 22-year-old <laughs> series, man. Started yeah. in 2000. I don't like I – mean, that could have been the reason why. I don't know why I've never heard of this one before. I don't like these games. I actually think I dislike most uh, – 3D platformers. And I know what you guys are going to say. This is why you like Mar- you don't like Mario 64. You like these ones. I don't though. I don't. I don't like these. Only yeah. good one is Banjo Kazooie. That's the only good one. Maybe. No, come on. That's all right. Go There's ahead. Go ahead and disqualify yourself from the statement you were just making. <laughs> what? What's a better? Okay, I guess. No, you're right. Sly, Sly Cooper, Cooper. The Sly Cooper series. Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. Mario Odyssey. Sonic I'm not. Adventure. I'm not including Mario. I'm not including Mario, and I'm not including Maxion and Click. I think that's an action a different game. thing. Uh, yeah, a hat different in time. Uh, I don't yeah. include that as. I'm talking about anthropomorphized, anthropomorphed, anthro, fake ass. We got you. Humanized animal characters. Fake ass human characters. Sexy furries. Got it. Yes, like Jersey Devil. The sexiest furry. Oh my god! The cover of the original looks like some clip art. Like yeah. early 3D graphics days, mm-hmm. like that cover art is very much like, oh, that's a fake video game. But no, it's no, very real. It's been just because it years. looks sub reboot doesn't mean yeah, it was fake. It existed. Yeah, I there mean, I think the I, I mean I, Gex. That's the one I like. Is Gex? That's sure, impossible. <laughs> why do I, why is it impossible because for me I've not played to like those the... games, man? They're really oh, you like boy. Dana. What's his name though? Isn't he Gex? Dana Gold yeah. rules. I love that. Dana Gold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I've never heard him talk about these games. Yeah, I'm, I'm just now actually paying attention to the redesign for Ko the Kangaroo. And it's like, oh yeah, they they actually made him into a a character. He, he looks like, it, like yeah. if a transformer could also be a traffic cone in the original mm. design. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, very yellow. But yeah, there's a new one came out. I guess none of us played it, but I know two of us at least did play. It's a game we talked about last week a little bit. Pac Man Museum Plus. And having put some time into it, I felt it was worth uh, talking about it here on the show because there's there is mm-hmm. some high points, 
and some low points, much like the Pac-Man franchise itself. Yeah, any, is, anything yeah, yeah. Um, that's not Miss Pac-Man and made during the arcade era is terrible. I I but, wouldn't disagree. Yeah, enjoy, enjoyable in this collection, just it's sort of like a curiosity yes. type deal, right? The problem with it, though, it's almost like any... So in this collection, which is, again, on Game Pass, so check it out, uh, might as well, like anything that's like pre-championship edition, there's something off with the controls where there's lag. Like I would, yeah. there were times where... Like it. And I'm using, I'm using the joystick to go old school. I'm not using the fucking D-pad. It just isn't recognizing. I'm like, you know, you know what you do in Pac-Man. You hold before the turn, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to recognize yeah. that, and then go. It's not recognizing that about a third of the time. It's not, you know, and it's just like there's some lag. It's it's a little frustrating to play some of these games. But again, because I'm just checking them out as like curiosities, I don't care so much because I'm not going for high high score and shit like that. But like, it is like you think that they that's the one thing they would nail in this collection like hey let's make sure that all of these games control properly i mean i just i i you know i've been messing around with arcade machines and like even the originals feel like that like they're they're cheating you out of proper turns they've always felt like that to me i would say even championship edition like i used to be really fucking good at yeah that that one that one i i played a lot recently and like man i stink at this and i don't think it's just me yeah, it's just like it, it just feels off. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I, I, I attributed that to like Championship Edition Two. Just feels so good. You might be mistaking one for two, like because mm-hmm. two is just a way better game. But I, 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 I do want to tip my hat for having the most Pac-Man games in a collection, even though I don't want to play Pack and Roll or Pack in Time. Or Pack and Pal. Pack and Roll Remix. <laughs> like, there's a lot of, like, mobile game, some bullshit in that. In, in fact, oh, is that Pac-Man a mobile? I thought it was a Wii game. All right. The, well, there's... It might be, but it may as well be a mobile game. Like, Pac-Man 256 is in here, which literally was a mobile game. I'm guessing yes. they don't yeah. have pack picks. Pack picks? They, they, they have Pac-Man Battle Royale, which is fun, but awesome. not as good as Pac-Man Versus, which is, like, not here. Oh, okay. The best version of Pac-Man that you can't find anywhere, because that was that GameCube exclusive thing right. where one person was yeah. Pac-Man on a Game Boy Advance. I they had it on the Switch. I could just never get it to work. Oh, I, I I played the shit out of that game with a guy at work. We'd, we'd bring it in, and it's like, oh my god, I love it. The that first time so I played Pac-Man Versus was when I was in Seattle for my 30th birthday for PAX. Mm-hmm. And they had like the Pac-Man versus like little cabinet stuff, yeah. And that ruled. That like Pac-Man's so cool. I just wish this game. I, I, I really. I, I don't know what I wanted. I wanted more than what I got in this game. And I think like as a mm-hmm. as it as it, like a kind of like a celebration for Pac-Man. I think it's neat. I think if you like collectibles, like I think the Gachapon thing is really cool. Yes, but, yes, yeah. but but it, yeah. it's used to decorate your arcade, and I quickly was, like, filling yeah. up my arcade space with the Gachapon characters. They're, and some of the curiosities are fun, and, like, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Pac-Mania. I'm sorry, no, it was, it, like, that, fake 3D back in the day. That music right? is among the best, worst video game music I've ever heard in my whole life. It, and it's got Ugh. weird curiosities, like, is it is Super Pac-Man the first one that had the gates? Like, is yes. that... With the keys and the gates... The, the crown jewel of this collection is Pac-Man Arrangement. I've never played that until this for some take, reason. Take Amazing. every bad Pac-Man idea you've ever had and put it in a fucking uh, pixel game 
that it was right before things went 3D, and so they're, they're trying to do like that fake 3D thing. Pseudo they 3D. Have, like, fucking... Even the even the fucking pellets move in 3D for no reason. There are there are multiple levels and heights of the of the maps. There are like stairs. There are there are gates. But like Pac-Man arrangement. It's a bit like that Batman arcade game you guys talked about a few episodes ago when Dan Amrick was on. It's like they just throw everything Pac-Man at the fucking wall. And it's a blast to play, but you're like, this game fucking sucks. And I love every every second of this game. Like To me, that is the crown jewel of this collection. Like, Go experience Pac-Man arrangement or play its sequel, the one that came to PSP that has fucking boss battles in a Pac-Man game. I shit you not, there are boss battles it in was, game. It wasn't uninteresting. Yeah. Uh, Pac-Man arrangement was it like 05, 06 or something like that? Uh, they had yeah, the same 05, name. 05. Yeah, because the original is ninety six. But mm. Uh, mm. again, go check it out in Game Pass. Like, go experience the pack, like yeah. the hard to find Pac-Man machines. You've probably never had a chance to play. You have yeah, to unlock it by playing bad games. Go play yeah. the awful yes. platformer Pack in Time, and that—that that is the one thing is like you—you you have to play some that of the bad so games bad. to unlock some of the better They're games. They're so like. Like there's this I'm trying to remember I think this might have been pack in time where it's like this platformer where like you have to jump through these hoops to get power yep. ups for yeah, Pac Man. That's pack in time. That's yeah, it's and it's just like it's... the controls of it suck. It, it feels like so you're controlling him on skates and I'm like, come on, it's dude. The and like would have been a good oh, one for last week. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it's it's really yeah. it's really bad. Mm. It's it's the word I also love that intro and then it's just like Pac-Man and Ghost, and then an evil witch. Like, yes, oh, how yes. creative! Evil. Yeah, <laughs> the evil. fact that he's not wearing the hat and basically smoking the stogie from the cartoon series. Uh, yeah, I got to swing from this rope. If I jump through this hoop, then I can be the best <laughs> Pac-Man that there was. Well, <laughs> hey, Pac, you got to go and uh, take take care of these ghosts and get rid of them right now. I got to go meet up with my Akari warrior buddy Ralph. Let's fucking do this. We're global now. You might not want to call me oh. Packy anymore. So yeah, that's Pac-Man Museum Plus. It's on mm-hmm. Game Pass, and like I said, just go. Chris and Michael will tell you. Like I literally was like messaging them, like, "What the fuck is this arrangement game?" It's like it's like the Pac-Man game I designed on the playground is, is yeah. in fifth grade. Like it's fucking wild. Yeah, let's do everything we Galaga? can do. Galaga. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, everything we can do to yeah. keep up with modern arcade technology and still be Pac-Man. And that's like the Apex. I just, yeah, I'd never seen it, and I've never played it. There are booster pads like in fucking Mario Kart. Yeah. When you go over them, Pac-Man races across the map and gobbles Where up the ghosts. Where you dash through ghosts. It's it's not right. uninteresting. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm glad it didn't like influence future Pac-Man games. It's it's just a little bit of a mess. You're like, oh, I kind of wish you would have had like one idea per map instead of everything it's a lot it's a lot warp zones and um dash pads (laughs) power pellets yeah there's there is a ghost with bunny ears that jumps anywhere it wants to on the map and it's faster yeah it's it's all over. there's a viking fucking ghost that charges at you it's great it's oh my god i love it i'm gonna go play more uh speaking of viking characters i I bet there might be one in diablo immortal uh yeah there there is one in diablo immortal actually since we're touching on viking characters um discovery tour viking age is out as a standalone now uh on Mm. on consoles and that's what assassin's creed goes uh goes goes educational that's the educational portion it is if you have assassin's creed valhalla all the content is available to you for free in an update but if you are say a teacher or a parent and you want someone to experience this without uh having 
you know, getting into uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or if Assassin's Creed Valhalla just doesn't interest you for whatever reason, but you still want to enjoy the historical content, it is now a standalone for, I think, like 1999. Without so. facing the reality that all history is built upon people exploiting and murdering each other. I don't need your critical assassins theory there, Michael. <laughs> I think it's somewhat based on that, but yes. Uh, but yes, Diablo Immortal, since you brought that up, is is free on phones uh, to yeah. a point. <laughs> In that, uh, it, like, I, I played a little bit of it. It's like, yeah, this feels like Diablo. I feel like it, they maybe. I mean, a couple things jumped out at me. Number one is, like, I feel like they maybe missed an opportunity by not making this a game I tap on incessantly, like clicking through the really? PC Diablos, but... Diablo hasn't really been that that click 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 experience for a long time. Not since it, you know Diablo three came to consoles, so it it controls like one of the the console games. You have the it, it, it lets you use controllers, or you have like the virtual thumbstick with buttons on screen. Yuck! And uh, yeah, it's just yeah go. Go kill these monsters. It, it's Diablo. And now you played on mobile because it's also on PC hmm. at the same time. It is. Nice. That's they had announced that at like a BlizzCon. In my theory oh, right. was like, oh, that really shows you how far off Diablo Four is. If, if, mm. if they're bringing Immortal to PC, but it's free to play Diablo. So yeah, hey, why it's, not? it's free to play. I've I've been seeing things like uh, it doesn't really lean on the microtransactions until the end game, so you can play for a long time without you know being prodded to pay for anything uh there is a battle pass i think someone said like man i really like this I, i'm gonna uh pony up five bucks for the battle pass it's like okay well lots of games do that so yeah i'm sure but yeah can't can't fault a free-to-play developer for trying to make some money to keep the lights on i guess sure you know? hey, look if you were going to spend the money for it i oh. ended up putting money into that uh, Magic Gathering Arena, and yeah. that's a free-to-play client. So. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I feel like if you're enjoying a free-to-play game, by all means, you know, buy something in it. Kick kick yeah. the developers yeah. some money. That's yeah. how they do keep the lights on. They don't make money. Yeah. just those poor indie players. devs yeah. at Blizzard. You got to keep the lights on <laughs> yeah. for. Blizzard, well, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I can't say anything. But yeah, I can't say anything. Those poor indie de- indie devs over at Wizards of the Coast. But yeah, no. it's 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 when like there there are normal free to play you know microtransaction stuff, and then there's yeah. predatory stuff where it's like yeah. it becomes a pay to win sort of thing where like I can't progress anymore until either I grind for twenty hours or I pay five bucks for this booster pack, whatever. Which this is a bit of a news item, but it's related to the release of this game mm-hmm. is why it's not available in certain regions like uh-huh. I believe the Netherlands right. because the. The loot box laws they had passed there basically, uh, yeah, Lizard's like, yeah, we can't release this here because we have, I guess there's some gotcha mechanics in in the game mm-hmm. or some loot boxes. So. Some gotcha mechanics. Gotcha. gotcha. Not going to play gotcha. That's how I always the think. The paintball it, LGN you know, game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the Gotcha. One. Which yeah. had an NES game for some reason. Nailed it. So it's Diablo. And if it's been a while, yeah. I mean, it's certainly been a while since I played Diablo 3 was forever ago at this point. So, yeah. It's fun enough. You want a Diablo game on your phone? Here you go. Um, Sure. Yeah. There you go. But let's move along to... Hey, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. You heard of that uh, Uncharted movie, right? That is this Uncharted if Norm MacDonald was in the Goonies? <laughs> that's my, that's my new Hey, hey you guys. 
<laughs> did Uncharted actually come out? It's it did. Been and out. It, Michael is on DVD now. Wow. <laughs> it made money, apparently, because um, uh, many... You can watch it on the TV. <laughs> no, it, it, in no, fact, wait, you're missing it's... the part where you look at the audience and you wait a beat and it's like, on the TV, and wait for a, a laugh. Funny you mentioned the TV there, uh, Chris. No, um, yeah, so Sony apparently got a taste of the sweet life, the success from the Uncharted movie, because they have officially confirmed a few other uh, Sony franchises are on their way to the, uh, what do we call it there, the uh, the silvers, the small screen. Uh, no, so God of War is coming to... Amazon and uh, baby. and uh, Horizon, as in Zero Dawn or you know Forbidden West, that's coming to Netflix. So that's, yeah, the Sony's got a couple shows in the world. Nuts! Works. That I keep yammering about, but I I forgot that Sony and Lionsgate and Paramount, not even Paramount anymore, are the only outliers with no streaming service making big studios making things for streaming services, and Sony has right, all. Yeah. These I these recognizable IP that may not be as terrible if they make them for streaming services. I just for some reason like God of War. I'm like that screams movie more than TV series to me, just because it's so. Big. I just don't know what you. I just don't know what you. Especially like your what you're doing with God of War now with like the redemption. You kill all Kratos. the gods. TL is what you do. Every, every mean, season's yeah. a different pantheon. It's. it's I guess, man. That, that is weird, though. Like, I feel like that series has matured a lot since the two. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the whole murder the the Greek pantheon. Like, that's such a that's such a Kratos of a of a of an older generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 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 for reflective male stripper Kratos. They keep pull, they keep pulling. Well, me back. what I mean, if they base it on the 2018 one, and yeah. you get all the murder the god stuff in flashbacks, and it's like, oh, we're learning about the story of yes. this, you know, criminal, this fugitive criminal in hiding. 2018 God yeah. of War is worthy of a series. Everything mm-hmm. pre that is worthy of a film. But yeah. but again, I just that feels. TV feels too small for that. Like the Witcher series was fun, but it was pretty small. I know it just and, yeah. that's that's where we live now. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's Streaming like I guess services. you could do it as like creature of the week, but it's like a god of the week, and yeah. even even Horizon. I'm like, how do you how do you make Horizon a TV series? Is that like oh she encounters no. a new robot dinosaur every week? I, I, like, I think if if you're talking about like you know every every episode is a self contained story and we're working towards syndication, then yeah. But like both of these lend themselves well to like you know it's a mini series. We're exploring a narrative. Yeah, we're yeah, telling a that's story. True. I, I will say, um, well, when you look at it from the era, uh, there's a really good video by a creator, Sarah Zed. He talked to like. Kind of like the how serialization and stuff like that happens, uh, and just like in media now, especially with everything with streaming, like you don't need because it's if it's Netflix, it's going to be all in one dump. You don't need it to be Horizon Dawn. Like, what is the serialized story? Because it is going to be just a cliffhanger a after cliffhanger after season. cliffhanger. Right. So you wouldn't need that. But like God of War, if you wanted to do that, because like Amazon usually does do their episodes weekly, as mm-hmm. opposed to Netflix, which is the complete dump model. Like, I mm-hmm. think you could do that. I think if you did those, separating those, like doing Alloy Story, where you're just kind of retelling Alloy Story, I'm I'd be very interested to see Eloy? how that works. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't see Alloy. Look, man, Alloy. Um, I, I think it's meant to be a play on Alloy. But yeah, it's Aloy. Aloy, save the world, Aloy. 
I will say I am very interested, and I know it's not this. My test case, like, for all this stuff, because I don't know, one, I don't know if Netflix can actually do this, right? I think, like, it, we're being very, we're being very, like, presumptuous, pres- we're being very, like, forward to think that Netflix is going to do this. Uh, also, that they, 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 Sony told they, us they were going to do it. Yeah, so. Netflix, yeah, Netflix but, has sort of said, we're not going to spend the kind of money we used to spend on things after yeah. this last quarter. Yeah, yeah, after Stranger Things, we will no longer spend thirty million per episode. Holy shit, well, Stranger so Things! The, fun. Yeah, the 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 big thing. So the, to me, the big test is uh, so later this year, Netflix is supposed to be doing their One Piece show uh, I'm that sorry. they've been writing with Oda. Um, it's been One Piece that you looked at. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys laugh. It is literally the biggest walk. It's, it's the biggest uh, uh, comic book adaptation, but it's never been done live action, not even in Japan. And they are putting a lot of money into it. And I don't think if that bombs, we're going to see anything like them do anything like isn't that. Isn't that just like, our flag means death? Like, isn't that just a live action one piece? <laughs> then why would that do better than Cowboy Bebop? I have no idea. That's a very good question, why? Chris. I don't know why. Well, I think the difference is literally the guy who created One Piece is writing and help producing the show. Mm. Oh, that so that's where, the, that's where the question comes but in. To, to answer your going. question, Matt, I'm, okay, so imagine our flag means death, but yes. Steve Bonnet is like, I want to be the world's best pirate, and he has Plastic Man's powers. Uh, yeah, okay. Actually... Uh, slight spoilers for <laughs> one piece that you're never going to catch up on he's um he actually has looney tune powers that's what ah. kind of got that's what kind of got resolved the reason why he's as strong as he is he is literally a lie he is a a living looney tune in a world of pirates Oh. Uh, that's now I definitely rude. don't want to see it. So thank you for that. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm curious about this next one though. So okay, so Sony has the God of War. They got the Horizon stuff. The one that's weird to me. So they announced they want to make a Gran Turismo movie. No, no, please uh, don't. They specifically Starring put out there they Paul. want it to be directed by District Nine's Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp like yeah. what? Why would the Alien movie guy have anything to do with a? Gran Turismo movie. If you can't do, if you can't do Need for Speed, what makes you think you could do Gran Turismo? Yeah, like the most boring auto racing franchise. Name a human in Gran Turismo. I mean, at least Need for Speed had human characters. I could see it from like a Ford versus Ferrari. Like, oh, we're, we take cars very mm, seriously. Uh, that's what. Sure. That's what yeah, it should right. be. It should be a serious Pixar's cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no humans. No humans. There was a GT movie in development in 2013 that was supposed to have like Joseph Kaczynski attached to it, and Ooh. the plot is just the Unabomber. Bad video. <laughs> well, the plot is bad gamer movie. It's it's. This is about a gamer turned professional racer. Oh, right. like, the last Starfighter meets uh, the most boring game I can the, think the, of. Yeah, the, ra- the last Carfighter. The last gamer. <laughs> gamer 2013. Yeah, but that uh. one to me, I'm like, why Neil? Blo-? Like he, I remember he was attached to the Halo. TV series at one point. Yeah, he was. Yeah, when it was a Halo movie, we have and then they said we have District Nine as a remnant from that because that's what Peter Jackson got him signed to. Mm -hmm. And and Mm -hmm. I remember hearing a justification for not doing it was like, in order to for this movie to break even the way it's been proposed, like everyone who owns a copy of the game would have to see it in theaters three times. (laughs) But that's the deal with with all of these Hollywood adaptations is you're 
supposed to be going outside of the gamer audience. Like you, you actually yeah. have yes. to to make money, yeah, exactly. right? And that's why, yeah. like, we clown on Uncharted. But I'm sure a lot of people just went and saw that shit who'd never played the games were just like, oh, cool, an Indiana Jones like, like mm-hmm. that's all they, yeah. they, they little girls. About. Little mm-hmm. girls are super into Tom Holland no matter what he does. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's the thing with like the Tomb Raider movies aren't great, but they're broad enough there you don't have to know shit about the Tomb Raider lore to in, to enjoy those. I movies. I played like 50 so of the I, games and I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Tomb Raider. She raids Tomb. I, I just, I just want like, I want a YouTube essay on. I'm watching simultaneously Better Call Saul and Kenobi, and it's like, why does one of these look like a film, and one of these look like the most TV TV thing I've ever seen in my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one looks mm-hmm. fake and cheap, and one, despite being shot in albuquerque i'm spoiling which one i believe looks better um <laughs> looks looks like a fucking film should have taken the left toy mm-hmm. there you go at albuquerque more sony news really quickly um this is like you know this is the last month i think we get the traditional playstation plush before they they transition into the upgrade yeah they, it's like the last good game they'll give you for and free they're going out with a bang yeah speaking of god of war so you're gonna get god of war 2018 is mm-hmm. part of that, which is uh, that's pretty nice. Pretty, pretty nice. nice. Uh, you get Naruto to Boruto, the Shinobi Striker game. That's that online. It's don't, a TL's don't, favorite don't, game. Don't, don't don't fucking play that. The game sucks. TL loves that, <laughs> don't game. Really? that game. Okay, the game's not good. It's not good. Don't Here's play a game that I held off from buying. That I'm like, oh cool, I get this basically for free, quote unquote, with my subscription. Nickelodeon All Star yeah. Brawl is the last game, and I'm like, yeah, that mm. fucking I will play that. Paid Garfield DLC. I love saying uh, that. again. That's not a good. Game. <laughs> oh come on. Uh, no, I mean people who like are in that space. It just that game is not as good as it should have been. Um, it didn't have VO. That was obviously missing. Like, there's no yeah, voice. I mean, VO. I think the VO. I think I. I just think like the the gameplay of it wasn't good. So I mean, it's free. I don't it definitely think the gameplay is good of any of those games. Yeah, though, so. name a good Nick uh, game. Smash Brothers. No, that's what I'm saying. Is I I, yeah. I I this is I know it's a personal preference thing. Yeah. I don't have fun playing Smash games. Like I get I that do. there's probably some strategy going on there, but I just yeah. Sorry. I, I'm not a fighting game person. I love single player Smash Brothers. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 coming. So uh, not to be outdone, Microsoft announced their games with gold for June. Uh, you know, not necessarily and they were outdone. Big. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Uh, yeah. Well, it, because the next item I will read you is what's coming to Game Pass. But uh, the games with gold is it Avon or Avon Colony? I never knew, but it's like that that wow. sci-fi city building. Games. Avion is actually about Avion. It's about it's the, about water. Av- yeah, it's, it's, it's about a, it's about sell, Avon seller uh, yeah. using all right. her money to, 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 to pyramid build a scheme. It's a sci-fi yeah. city builder. Also coming is a game that's a great game, but I feel like I've been given this game like four times already. Super Meat Boy is coming to. It's a uh, very good game that you should have picked up for two dollars at some point in the last twelve years. The summer of arcade should just throw it in your face for you to play that game. Uh, also coming, uh, Project High Rise Architect Edition, which is a tower building sim game. And then last but not least, uh, Rad uh, Rascals 
is coming. Uh, I wanted to read it. Three D platformer from the PlayStation era. It's a pu- puzzle game. Oh. Yeah, 20, 2010 oh. 360 puzzle game. I, I thought it was going to be a, a kart racer. You race in like little rascal scooters because <laughs> I would play the joke. I, I was going to try and do like a, a, a little rascals impression, and I realized I could say anything, and our audience would believe it was a genuine. <laughs> hey, Butch Wime. Uh, but the <laughs> look, I, okay. I understand all those references because I used to okay, go. Chris. Okay. I used to go to my local Straw Hat Pizza <laughs> where they aired exclusively all day long Little Rascal episodes, mm. which was great. Um, again, with Xbox, it's not about games with gold; it's about what's coming to Game Pass, and they do have some bangers, as the kids say. So, For Honor, Marching Fire Edition coming in June, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. I'm oh, glad. Fuck. See, I didn't pick that up. I really wanted that, uh, not to pay for it. Probably one of the best recent Assassin's Creed games, Origins. Assassin's Creed Origins is coming to Game Pass. Uh, Let's see. Then then there's Chorus, Disc Room, Space Lines from the Far Out, Shadowrun Trilogy Console Edition. These games rule. These are the Shadowrun uh, turn-based tactics games that that came out uh, from Harebrained Schemes. Uh, and then Escape Academy. So, yeah, a lot of cool shit coming to Game Pass. Less so games with gold. Um, Continuing with the Microsoft news, uh, they confirmed... Like this is one of those things that had been rumored out there, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're working on this." So, uh, Project Keystone was this code name. It's basically like an Amazon Fire oh. Stick. It's a Microsoft stick that you can play uh, Xbox Cloud gaming on. It's a streaming yeah. stick you plug into your TV to play the cloud streaming game. So that that's a real thing Microsoft is making. I, I love that like, they're releasing that, and up until we got fiber. If you were on Comcast or Time Warner, there's no way you can legitimately use that. Like every leading internet deve- internet provider in the world doesn't facilitate cloud gaming. Like yet. you got you got to have super fast yes. cloud gaming, which they to don't work on a streaming stick without without uh, throttling, which which none of the big big guys offer yet. I mean, if, right. if the town I'm in has fiber, then maybe every town does. I don't know. You have to see if the stick has an, a LAN port because if it does, then that actually yeah. works fairly well. Like if you're if you're if you're connected to your router with LAN and you're getting a decent like input, like basically to your curb speed, you should be fine with the cloud stuff. But yeah, playing cloud games over Wi-Fi, I'll just say um, no. Maybe play some turn-based games like those Shadowrun <laughs> games because like, that's the kind of thing yeah. that will play well. Like. Uh, more Microsoft news. This is a fun one. It's something that has been annoying me for years that Sony had that they're they're finally doing. Xbox is going to let you see what the hidden achievements are, like if you haven't unlocked them. Like, you know, That's you go to fine. a game. Yeah, you know, you go to a game and like, I get it. Devs don't want to spoil the game or whatever. But like, if you are done with a game and you're achievement hunting, like basically you'll have the option to go, hey, I'm going to press a button and see what the fuck this yeah, achievement I, is. I think Sony's had that for a while. They have. They yeah. have. Uh, yeah. And technically... So Xbox has it. If you have the um, Achievement Hunter app, mm-hmm. like if you go through the hidden achievement, it'll take you through the app and then it'll reveal what that achievement is in there. So you could work around if you have that app. But uh, this is just, yeah, in, in the system software, which is nice. it's a nice to have if you're Achievement Hunter. I don't know that many people do that anymore, but I, I like doing that. Um, it's one of those things like if I've, if I've got like most of the achievements in the game, it's like, sure, right. I'll put in the effort to knock out the yeah. last few. Yeah, if, if, I, like, if I finish the game and I'm like, you know what, I, I really enjoyed that game, I want to go just mm-hmm. get a thousand score from that. Next item is something you found, Michael, that I loved it. Uh, the Shinmu creator. Ah, yes. Yu Suzuki announced a new Apple Arcade game mm-hmm. called Air Twister. It's coming to Arcade on June 24th, but this game Space fucking rules 
it looks like a, cr- a cross between Space Harrier, which Space Harrier. Suzuki did work on, yep. with uh, with a little bit of a Queen as a soundtrack. Uh-huh. With, and, with and, Panzer Dragoon on the back of giant swans. On giant swans, yes. <clears throat> yeah, yes, but which, uh, let me, I, I have the trailer pulled up. Let, let's hear a little bit of this music because this is nuts. Anyway, you get the idea. Very like technically a, not queen. Uh, a weird, like, mm-hmm. legally distinct sound alike to Killer Queen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love mm-hmm. the space opera, fucking ride on swans. But, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be more impressed if I found out, like, yeah, we recorded a bunch of queen-like songs for this game and not, like, we really wanted to use a queen song in this trailer, but we couldn't afford it, so right. we bought this yeah. instead. But it's very much Panzer Dragoon style of like you're going to slide your finger over enemies to target them and then tap again or release or whatever to shoot lasers and, mm-hmm. and knock them out of the sky. Nice, it's, nice. it's you know, it's yeah. that gameplay style, which, hey, I'm just glad he did something after Shenmue 3. And that's all I will say about that. Uh, hopefully it's better than Shenmue 3. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I, sure. A game I, I spent $80 on because I bet wow. like a <laughs> chump. Oh, like a chump, I, I don't mean to laugh at your misfortune. Yeah, most things uh, are better than Shenmue no, Three. No, you should. What a dumb thing! What a dumb thing! My nostalgia. Well, let we, me nobody do. thought like, oh, he's just going to put out this game exactly as it would have been if it had come out in two thousand three, yeah, with, like, <laughs> with no marketing notes and no like, who would want to play this? Oh my god, we can't release <laughs> There's this. Literally, uh, again to, to reference another video, Super Ivash Wolf did a great video about. Shenmue 3 as someone like who loved the first two Shenmue games there's literally a game where to only to progress you have to play like this weird game of chance that is literally just a game of chance you could just potentially not get what you need Perfect. which fucking suck like oh yeah. man what yeah. a bad game so hopefully yeah. that game is good mm. hopefully fingers crossed indeed Indeed. Uh, here's a game that I know will be good. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor yeah. was announced at Star Wars Celebration. It's a celebration, bitches, um, this year, which is the, it's the sequel, the follow-up to Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. A title like that, I can't wait to manage Cal Kestis' thirst and hunger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or, oh, or no. BD-1. You never know. Oh, no. You never know. Maybe it's BD-1. But, uh, yeah, it, it, the trailer very much showed Cal Kestis there with... with BD BD one right is the robot name that's on yeah, the back. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like this. It just looks like looks like fucking Rob to me. I can't get over it. every time I see it. I'm like, why it do you have it, Rob I mean, strapped to it, it looks like it looks like the battery's Rob. not included. Yeah, guys. Sure, yeah. it's a little it's, nice. It is adorable, BD one, and he recently showed up in the uh, the book of Boba Fett. There you so go. Kind of like in one of the Mandalorian. Yeah, don't episodes. call it the Mandalorian, even though the they good episodes. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I realize like, oh, it's it's not like a season of the Mandalorian because we're getting Mandalorian season three officially. You know, now. There's people who who yeah, are going to yeah. see season three and like, how did they resolve this whole Grogu thing and like. Oh, yeah, they got bored with Boba Fett and finished yeah, Mandalorian yeah. in the show. Well, then apparently there's a, a cameo of the guy who plays the Mandalorian is in Obi-Wan TV series. Sorry if oh. that's a spoiler to folks, but like... But Pedro I mean, Pascal? He's, or the, no, the no, body no, 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 the, uh, 
the guy who plays Boba Fett. Oh, tomorrow oh, morning. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's 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 so because far he's it's a clone just trooper. A like, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He's he's every clone trooper, mm-hmm. right? That's that's not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. To he's that, so. every clone trooper. <laughs> They're all in him. So so this is coming twenty twenty three. Boba which sounds like far away, and then I realized, like, oh, that's the next year. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, I know, and it's I, six I still months never finished. Now, uh, I loved Fallen Order, and I got to, like, the, like the second to last boss, and, like... Same. I'm not memorizing another... Just to have you pull another form and do this again. Like, I've had a yeah. great time up until then. The progression it's was star- awesome. It's a great Star Wars Souls-like. I'm looking forward to the sequel. I should probably finish that. I finished yeah. it. The ending was very rewarding. I should pro- okay. I will. I will finish it. If you guys are going to finish it, I will. I mean, it's it's it. on Game Pass as well. So like, uh, I know. Yeah. I mean, we could just finish each other, and that'd be fine. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> fucking starving back right now. Back to back. Yeah. Speaking of great finishes, TL, close out the news segment with your special TL Foster Pokemon oh, news segment. Yeah, strap the knowledge on us. I will. I will say before I do the Pokemon thing. Madden cover announcement. John Madden's on the cover, baby. Bing, 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 bong. This is what um, Chris and I oh, predicted oh, last year. He's going to have a bad year. year. Did, we, did I predict that? <laughs> he's going to get injured <laughs> yeah. now. Oh, no. Madden curse. He's going to be brought back to life. Oh, no. I'm alive in 2022. Uh, fascism is creeping up everywhere. What are you going to do? Get in a button hook formation and maybe you'll defeat white supremacy. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there will be a, there's a full trailer that will be out the day... You will see it yesterday, the day before this episode comes out. There will be a full trailer. Don't confuse people. It's out Madden now. Twenty three, but uh, yeah, show's out now. But yeah, John Madden's on the cover. But other trailer, Pokemon news. Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. So there was a complete new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, the original trailer was kind of just an announcement, uh, but we got a lot of actual info for the Pokemon news. Yeah. Um, so here's some of the key takeaways. One, the Arceus system is coming back for this game. Also, which, this game which is system com- is that? Sorry, which this is like the you're able to travel in the open world. The Pokemon are oh. out there in the world. You catch okay. like you literally can throw and catch without having to do the battles. Oh, nice. Also, this game is completely open world now, oh. Um, oh. and this is in, this is in Nintendo's wording. It is open world. At for no point fruit. do you have to go through. Like there, like there is a gym structure, but there is no set amount for gym. You can go to like however you want to do the order of the gyms, uh, whichever order you want to do. Oh. Also, this game, this is the first time, will have like continuous co-op, so up to four people can play the game together throughout the Pokemon your Pokemon journey. To me, it seems like what they took from Arceus was like, what if we just kept on doing more Monster Hunter stuff and have continued to put that into the Pokemon world? Uh, I think it's really cool. So the other thing is they – this game has two professors – and if you, if people have seen like the discourse, people are hornier for these professors than the fucking fish guy in Breath. They are incredibly hot. Um, But if you actually look at their design. They are designed with uh, the female professor, which is Professor uh, is it Sada. Sure. Uh, yeah, Sada. Professor Sada. Sada yeah, um, the hot thing. Got it. Yeah, Got it. Uh, but she has a very prehistoric design, uh, where Professor Taro has a very futuristic design, and the two legendaries, like one of the legendaries, literally has like a jetpack on his back. So 
it could be that the two games, instead of being like two of the same regions, could be two different time, like two different forms in time. So that's gonna be very interesting. I don't know. It. I think this game looks really cool. I think like yeah. if they're if they're going more into what Arceus did and kind of using that as the barometer of hey, this is what we want to do with Pokemon. I'm I'm for it. I I remember uh, at the time we were expressing like, hey, we Michael and I we finally played through a Pokemon game. We liked Arceus, and it's like, oh, but it's probably too late for them to learn any lessons to apply toward the next mainline game. So it seems like they did do that, which is great. Like that's we, we were afraid they wouldn't. It seems like Arceus was a proof of concept that they were trying to do, which is probably also why there wasn't a lot of like post game content because usually they would have just added more stuff to the game. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I think this is kind of was building off of what they were doing with Arceus, so... That's the thing about Arceus, is if that. you just play through the missions, because I, I, I spend a lot of time dicking around just, like, collecting Pokemon, as you do. It's not a very long game outside of that, though. You know, like, if, if you're just doing the, the main missions in Arceus, it's it's pretty short game, so, yeah. yeah. Alright, well, I... I am excited. I know people are freaking out about the little piggy Pokemon. Yeah, LeChunk. Yeah. Yeah, uh, LeChunk, which is fucked up because, like, there is a Filipino dish that's yeah. called, like, I think it's, like, LeChunk, Le Ch- which is Le literally Chunk. just a ro- LeChunk, which is a po- roasted pig, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, uh, but the Filipinos uh, in my Twitter timeline are like, oh, this is, it's, it's LeChunk, but he's, he's named LeChunk. Oh, this is perfect. One thing I want to crowdsource where uh-huh. I don't want to do Google okay. research. I sent you guys okay. a picture of it. Perhaps the most bizarre scam on the Facebook marketplace. First picture was a child's coffin, and the second mm-hmm. picture was a PS5. Oh, right. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. I said, I said, Yeah, you, you sent it to us. And and she was like, uh, yeah, my son died, and, and my daughter doesn't like PlayStation. I want to make sure my PS5 finds a good home. DM me for details. I'm like, I want to follow this and see what the fuck happens. This is not real. This is not real at all. And uh, don't do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't give that lady your <laughs> credit card information. Yeah. I know. I, I have a feeling like a message popped up on for Michael and Matt, and like, "Hey, I almost got another PS5." Is what I yeah. said, and they're like, "I don't care." <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was. But yeah, that I have a feeling those scams are going on. Could be going on all over the country if it's a legit scam. Because oh man, just opening up with a child's coffin—you don't see those very often. Mm. That's a that's a power. That's it. Really, it's uh, like, a showstopper. What? It's, it's a showstopper. A child's coffin with a free PS5 thing. Like what? Oh, I wanted to DM her so bad. What if it's not a child's coffin? Like her, 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 her child who passed is actually not dead. It is actually professional wrestler Mick Foley. Oh shit! You have to fight him in a casket match. Yeah. to get the PS5. Is that where you're both in a casket and yeah. you have to fight? Uh, it is a, a match no. where you start in the ring, uh, but you have to put somebody into the casket and then successfully close. close, close. And then, and then the you, at the end, you have to throw him off the top of a PS5, where I swear to God, he was broken <laughs> in half. It's a very tall system. <laughs> very Not to be confused, system. Michael, with a burial match where you win by literally burying the human being. That seems like a lot of effort. Yeah, that's, that's... Yes, it, it's almost like Vince Russo had dumb ideas for wrestling matches, <laughs> yeah. and we just no, all no, went no. in. No, no, no. Viagra on a pole, that was awesome. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, if we ever talk about his on the pole matches, uh, which were ninety percent of them were racist. Uh, he had a pinata on a pole match. <laughs> Oh, Once in WC. We all know. I, I we all know Latinos love to eat pinatas. Like, listen, bro. Stuff. You know what's only racist if I know I'm being racist, bro. <laughs> so it's fine. It yeah. doesn't matter. All, no one really watches wrestling for the wrestling. It's just all the ideas, bro. Mm-hmm, I'm yeah. a genius. I'm a genius, bro. Uh, but yeah, that's all the news that you can news up in the news. Good enough. News it up. Perfect. Good enough. That's great. <laughs> that's uh, let's move on to the community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week was, what was your disappointing fed toy? Uh, because we we were talking oh, about yeah. pogo balls and uh, rollerblades and other things that disappointed us as kids. So TL, yeah. what was yours? My disappointing fad toy was uh, the Tamagotchi, and let me explain mm-hmm. before I get destroyed by a fellow. No, it was it was disappointing. <laughs> it was <laughs> extremely disappointing, especially the first Tamagotchi I saw was a fucking Digimon Tamagotchi, which actually fought. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, this was like, uh, this would have been 95 for Christmas, got me a Tamagotchi. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to fight this thing. Can't fight this thing. Nope. It shits all day. <laughs> and then my Tamagotchi, if you don't clean the shit, it becomes ugly. Then I had an ugly, <laughs> shit-filled Tamagotchi. So, like... <laughs> So, yeah, Tamagotchis were, like, a really great idea in concept. I did not enjoy my Tamagotchi. I, I do remember when they were, like, impossible to find anyway. Yeah. yeah I, I was kind of curious, and it's just like, no, you are not I getting th- a I Tamagotchi. I found one on the ground friend. and just realized, like, wow. oh, if you shake this thing, it defeats the entire purpose of what it is. It, like, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you made if a you br- shake this, it causes birth defects? What? No, no, if you shake it... it it's like how you feed it. It's how you do everything. It's it wants you to walk yeah. around. So if you just sat there and shook it, oh, uh, well, th- this was before they they were like I I saw it before they were pedometers. Like really, they, were, they had the buttons that you had to push. Well, no, no, the, there's the buttons, but it is it's like so with it, you would use the buttons to like do your different commands. But like Chris said. When you had to walk them, you walked them, and mm. like it, they were on timers. It was fuck. It was it was literally a virtual pet, and yep. the fact that we we were like we let, let's sign up for this. We were you know what sounds fun? What responsibility? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. It, it, first of all, we live in a goddamn society. We use VMUs. All right, we don't use mm-hmm. fucking Tamagotchis if we're gonna have a game. But second of all, it, I, maybe I'm just this is betraying my age. It reminded me of like. In health class, where you would have yeah. the assignment where you had to yeah. take care of an egg, yeah. like I was it was the say. fucking egg assignment, or, like, or, it was or like a bag of flour, or, but, or if you're a woman, yeah. just give the kids Tamagotchis. <laughs> give them Tamagotchis. Yeah, oh my like, god, they'll love it. And if you really want to take yeah. care of it, turn it to a bracelet and put it on when you jerk off, and that thing will be healthy <laughs> as a horse. At least at the it, age it, I had it. it. Just, yeah, it, it just sucked. Um, yeah, that's not that's but, not like, a controversial take. You're amongst yeah, friends, yeah. my friend. It just sucked. I was gonna say pogs, but like I, I enjoyed my my time with pogs and slammers. Like Remember I think they pogs? They're back yeah, in if I, elf if form. I never said it, like I was never into baseball, but like when I was a really little kid and my dad pushed this, like baseball cards, they're fun to collect, and I did Despite yeah. like not caring about baseball because there was nothing else to do that with, and yeah. until Marvel cards in like uh, eighty nine ninety. 
But I, I sort of blame baseball cards for NFTs. But like yeah, I, so, I know that mentality has existed for generations and generations. Yeah. But like NFTs are just the logical conclusion yeah. of the baseball card mentality. Like I am creating value where none exists. We made I'm this Ken Griffey through... card rare on purpose, and now it's worth yeah. money. Here's yeah. the thing about baseball cards, though, which is wild. It started off as an actual game you could yeah. play with the cards. Yeah. Ah. And that has been lost to time because Upper Deck well, is a literal fucking uh, 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 like siphon to, to steal money from people, but it was a literal game. It started off as play. a way to sell gum. As in, mm. like, you can get a picture yeah. of your... Cause, I don't know. I, I still find that hilarious when, when talking to my dad. Like, I loved movies. In order to find a picture of a movie, you would not believe what we had to go through. We would buy card packs. We'd buy yeah, card packs or we'd buy packs, magazines because yeah. you could see a picture of King fucking Kong because you don't you can't load this up. You can only hope it plays on a weekend you're at home. Which now working in entertainment marketing for all these years, I'm like, oh my god, those cards were just the publicity yeah. stills that yeah. we were yeah. like pushing out yeah. for our thing. Like, and mm-hmm. sometimes for a thing that's thirty years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Small wow. smaller worlds. And, and baseball cards, yeah. Like because when we first got our bikes when we were like fourteen, there was all these baseball card stores because it was such a big NFT ish market with no internet. Yeah. And we would just steal baseball cards. But those stores were, were, were the ones around you like me, like they were also coin shops, yeah. like for yeah. coin collectors. Yeah, knives. And, like, and they yeah. sold knives, some of them. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course they did. Well, how else are you going to fucking threaten a dude and steal his baseball My favorite cards? video yeah, store yeah. also was a knife retailer back in the day. There was a store near me growing up. It was the coolest fucking store. It was called the coin shop, but it was the wall just had all this shit hanging on it. You would bid on it. They yeah. were, it was eBay before eBay. You would go and bid on weird collectible shit that like people would bring in, right? Like they'd bring in like, oh, this is a fucking bayonet from World War II mm-hmm. or whatever. And you would bid on that shit. And, like, my brother was obsessed with it. And he had some, like, really cool collector shit that he got for, like, dirt cheap because it was it was a local eBay. So, like, only the weirdos who were interested in this shit would go and bid on it. Like, yeah, it, it we, was st- we still have one next to my favorite it. breakfast joint. So Okay, so that that is not a unique business no, no, model, no, 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 the weird no, no. Like, bid on shit. Because they're assholes about it. Because, like, I walked in one time and um, it wasn't an animation cell, like, uh, an authentic animation cell, but it was drawn by Hannah and Barbara and signed by them to like the director of the local college. And I was like, that's fucking cool. How much is that going? How much do you want for that? And they're like, uh, this isn't for sale. (laughs) And like, is it online? Like, no, you bid on it. And like, it's 2020. What are you talking about? Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Why is there a store where I can look at a thing and I can't bid on it online. And mostly all they sell is guns and, uh, knives, and then occasionally we'll get something super dope like that. Yeah. And I go in there every time they treat me like absolute garbage because I look like a moron. You sound like you're explaining so, my comic book shop here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that that's your disappointing toy, Chris. No, no, my, 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 at a coin shop. Again, it's a crowdsource thing. I've never been able to Google it. <laughs> my favorite fad toy that I never saw again because I was recently at that skating rink. A guy un, unwrapped it, and it was a, a toy line with bad breath. Like, uh, they were, they had, uh, they were like, uh, I would say six inches tall and they were very tall and you squeeze them and they had bad breath 
and one was a huh. werewolf. And he's like, this is it's called dog breath, and you squeeze it in your face, like ah shit, that is totally dog breath in a toy form. Holy shit! And I've never been able to find them again. Like even if I did, would they still have the gook? It, it, Probably not in the middle. <laughs> yeah, no. that that made the, that made it smell like dog breath. You already had an answer last week. You had yo-yo yeah. ball. Yo-yo Wasn't ball, that your baby. answer? Yeah, yeah. you're good. Yeah, hey, yo-yo, yo-yo ball, ball is great. Call it. Um, yo-yo ball. Crossfire. I was going to say crossfire. Oh, God. That's probably crossfire. the actual a- That's the actual answer. Worst crossfire. CNN show ever. <laughs> <laughs> John, John Stewart killed it. Uh, he killed Tucker yeah. Carlson once. We can do it again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, BTS uh, will see to that. On VigiGamePocalypse.com. Oh, my God. Yeah, BTS. Uh, Burger Champ says, the shitty-ass Action Max. I wanted an NES, but instead I got a scoreboard <laughs> connected to two light guns <laughs> so I could play one of six never-changing VHS videos. Pop's ghostly is no Mario. Doesn't need to be. Doesn't um, need to be. But he also is kind of like the ghost in Luigi's Mansion. So, so Pop's yeah. ghostly sells itself like it. it really Yo, man. the Action Max, I yeah. fucking love. I Mario. love the Action Max. Dude, really? in my head canon TL, so Pop's much. ghostly hangs out with Pa Rappa, the Rappa. Pa like they Rappa. Spend weekends together. I think Action Max <laughs> is one of those things like it seems like it'd be fun to play each game exactly once. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> maybe not yes. again for a few years. Well, because it's it's not like Time Crisis where like if you miss like the the, the VHS doesn't stop. Yeah, you it just never go through the whole thing and yeah. then, like calculate your score. Yeah, and it's like it's not even like oh I shoot at this ghost and I get a score. It's like you have to shoot at the shitty looking target that forms over the ghost. Yes. Yeah. Now I will say I did play Action Max when I was five years old, so it may suck ass, but I enjoyed yes. it. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and Mario 64 is better than you give it credit for. Uh, we're not going to I know, this. I know. We're not. But no, you're right. No, no, we're not. But Trick the TM <laughs> is going to. Uh, it says, definitely creepy crawlers. Got oh, it for free. Christmas, including special Spider-Man molds for it. That thing took forever to safely set up. And when you were done, the results were not even that fun to play with. It was a crappier, gendered, easy-bake oven without the possibility of snacks. I, I, That's why you use it like an easy-bake oven, like hacks. Mm-hmm. You just kind of suck an easy-bake And again, oven. that was just a fucking light bulb. What, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, I remember I got the – remember Mad Scientist? That was still mm-hmm. really yes. cool. Like, yeah. And the coolest part about it was getting the bones to make your own skeleton of a monster, and then you would put goop around it and yeah. drop it. You know, lower it to its doom, and and it would mm-hmm. dissolve that, and you'd see the bone structure. You already knew what it looked like because you built it. And I just remember for my birthday, I got one, and we were so excited, and we opened it up, and like all of the bone parts went shattering through the porch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was I was never able to use it. I was never oh, able I'm to sorry. use it. I got one, and I wasn't able to use it. That looked like a really awesome toy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was. It was Mad Scientist Kit was pretty cool. Is it Jenga Fluffer sixty nine? Says I'm convinced that Stretch Armstrong was designed to prepare us for manufactured obs- obsolescence. Okay, uh, mine didn't even last through Christmas holiday before he was marred by a gaping wound oozing with translucent translucent spuds. Stretching Spoo- that poor spoos? son of a bitch. Uh, Across my room was pretty fun while it lasted, though. Yeah. Uh, Not the only Stretch Armstrong story that people relayed. Like, yeah, I didn't know he was so short-lived. I, I just assumed that thing lasted forever. 
Yeah, I would also say you just don't know how to play with the Stretch Armstrong. Well, you're not supposed mm. to like, break. Stretch either. Armstrong was awesome and didn't have those issues. For me, Tia, I hate to hate to say it, but maybe you just weren't strong enough. <laughs> no, I also I knew how to. In there, right? Yeah, it's it's a corn. It's like a, a corn syrup like concoction. Well, it's like if, if you uh, if you got Nickelodeon Gak and noticed the more you played with it, the more you dried it out. That's what Stretch Armstrong was kind of filled with. So it was a mm. it was eventually it was, it, there was a there was a timer on that thing. There there always has been. Yeah. I had his dog fetch Armstrong, which is oh, nice. not really that fun to play. I know he had he had an alien uh, foe that looked way cooler. He was green. Yeah. Oh, nice. Stretch Armstrong was my WWF World Heavyweight Champion uh, from the years 1994 through 1997. Yeah, we would um, pair him up against those those bendy WWE figures that they had back then mm, for sure. Yeah, he absolute legend, honestly. Killed the Undertaker, like legitimately. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the rest of Jingle Fluffer's answer. Do you want to read the bonus yep. shout out? Okay. Yeah, bonus shout out to the Super Soaker Arms Man. Race of the '90s. Kids say will never understand the glory that an eight-year-old felt running around with a water reserve backpack hooked to three chambers of water pressures that could blast the enamel <laughs> off their best friend's teeth. That was awesome. It was one of the many things my parents wouldn't buy me, so I was obsessed with yeah. these things. Super Soakers were not a disappointment. They fucking no, moved. they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed a good Super Soaker. I never had a Super yeah. Soaker, but my first Warp Tour Super Soaker was there, giving out Super Soaker keychains, and I had that shit for like my first those. two cars. The uh, Super a Super Soaker thing on my keychain that was a working water gun. Nice. Um, and then uh, from the Official Laser Time community on Facebook. Mark Primo says, uh, when I saw the Thunder Punch He-Man figure, I mm-hmm. wanted nothing more. Mm-hmm. His outfit was updated, cool looking, and he emitted sounds of <laughs> to defeat enemies. I was six or seven and thrilled when my mom took me into Toys R Us and got him. I had no idea that this He-Man uses caps like cap guns used back in the day mm-hmm. to make the snap sound. I loaded uh, up all the stuff, pull his arms back as far as I, I, I as possible, and let him rip. Immediately, I am sent into a traumatic fit of tears and wailing. <laughs> the figure is sitting in my hand, still smoking from the re- <laughs> from the spent cap. I am deathly afraid of fire or anything adjacent, uh, and this thing traumatized oh, me. No. Oh, no. We immediately went right back to Toys R Us and exchanged him for a Lion-O figure. Uh, much less traumatizing toy uh, unless you put your tongue on the metal ring thing uh, used to make his eyes light up and feel that weird <laughs> double A battery thing. I'm, I'm going to play the commercial. Here we go. Even, even. Now to catch my thunder punch. You hear it here, but you feel it Tour figure, Castle Grayskull and Thunder Punch He-Man figure each soul separately. You put the castle together. With He-Man over there, Grayskull will be mine. Like I said, bone face. You hear the thunder here, but I feel the punch here. Thunder Punch He-Man, new from the Masters of the Universe collection. Skeletor and Castle Grayskull each soul separately from Mattel. Okay, give me your money, is... says Peter Cullen. <laughs> that is some bullshit because. That, that whole thing, like, you hear it over here, but you feel it over there. Like, the yeah. kid very clearly punches a wall of uh, cups, and they all fall over. It's like, no, the, this is not emitting a shockwave. The whole premise of this toy is, I mean, if you told kids nowadays, back in my day, they sold you toys with strips of 
paper filled with yeah. gunpowder <laughs> that you would hit with the, with the toy. And that's the thing about this. He- I had this figurine. I used it maybe once or twice and then realized like, oh, it only triggers the effect like every few times. What if I just take a hammer and lay out the yeah. strip of gunpowder on the fucking <laughs> concrete and do that? that. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we did with the cap strips. We would just <laughs> yeah. fucking hit the concrete with a hammer. And yeah. What if I just louder. chewed this whole thing like bubble wrap? <laughs> <laughs> what, how, okay, legitimate question because I, He-Man wasn't a thing for me. A little bit younger. How are you guys alive <laughs> um, like what did they call it? like it's i mean like... i mean the the general theory is like the nature of not necessarily your tl but our consumerism is based on what we were taught to do via he-man and we were taught to do that with a daily fucking show in primetime kid hours mm. I, uh, I don't know that it was like, oh, it taught us dangerous things because they always did like no, no, not, have, not, like, not dangerous things, but no, like, but consumer like consumer habits, consumer yeah. habits. Like we have them to this day. Like I love this thing, therefore I should have this thing on my shelf yep. or my my table that relates to this thing. And yeah. like Michael and I are forty something years old, and I like, come on, where's the thing? We're like I like yeah. this thing. Give me a yeah. thing. He man yeah. was a, a marketing revolution, Matt. You should have studied this because uh, I it, did study it. All right, I, I, I know who marketed it. <laughs> okay, but yes, it was the idea that like we will sell our commercials to networks as programming, yep, and right. it will be the For most free. popular thing ever. But I, yeah. I do think one thing it did give us. I'll go out on a limb and say, like, I think it, our generation. That probably has some body issues because of uh, He-Man, mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh. fucking Rambo. Like we grew up in the '80s, thinking like, "Oh, we should all look like bodybuilders, and yeah, that's easily a- achievable." All have like, rippling six packs. Not not because of that, but then like I, you know, as a teenager, like Brad Pitt and Fight Club, like Jesus, how the fuck is that supposed to happen? Yeah. And I didn't find out until twenty years later. He's like, "Oh, I had to starve myself. It sucked to look like yeah. that." I mean, it's the uh, the Hulk Hogan, right? It's the Hulk Hogan generation, like Matt, like kind of like you're talking about Matt's like. Like Hulk Hogan becomes big because he looks like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like looks, at the end of the yeah, day, but I don't know. Like human proportions, basically. I, I'm six two six three. If you've seen that picture of Hulk Hogan strangling me, he's got he's wearing normal shoes. He's got like three inches over me anyway. He was yeah, already yeah. massive. He's a giant man. Yeah. Yeah. Giant man. But I, I was gonna say like you guys are right because like I just because like He Man would have been like eighty two eighty four. So I I, I would have literally not, it. It's eighty two to eighty. It's it's like eighty two to eighty five, and it's old. Right. It is right. Older. And I and I yeah. I'm not born until eighty six. But like, for me, it would be like Ninja Turtles. But Ninja, I don't remember. Like I don't like. I remember the Turtles van. Like I remember certain Turtles toys, but nothing like when I see these old He Man commercials where it's like. I don't remember anything like Ninja Turtles. Like you need to buy all this stuff. Like there no, was cons- no, 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 that definitely well. existed. The, the the Turtles had some bullshit that like you wasn't have you in have you have like the rapping turtles. Even today, you have the turtles as monsters, and they sell out immediately. Hmm. Like Raphael is Frankenstein. There were some like weird like vehicles they didn't ride in the cartoons that you could buy. And but it, but it's, it's it, similar. Stuff. It started with yeah. He Man, and, right. and that yeah. that that started our consumer habits and franchise wants. The toys that made us cover this all in season mm-hmm. one. Did they? It's great all stuff. Right. Sure. It's great stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott Galiniak says one for me was Zach's toy, similar to Lego, but I wouldn't wow. consider it a knockoff. You use triangles and squares to create things. A hidden educational toy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The catch is you can join them at the edges so you can make things and have things moving or animate. Hinges. 
Yeah, link to commercial below. Problem I had was they weren't very durable. It didn't take too long for pieces to have trouble staying together properly or the edge teeth break off altogether. I still think the idea was cool, but not really a toy that could stand up to much abuse. But of course, you will all, if you're our age, will remember the theme song in this lovely commercial. Okay, here we go. Snap the pieces together. It's as easy as that. Now you've learned the knack to start bending and shaping new creations with your Zax. Create great shapes or turtles too. Or animate those critters that belong in a zoo. When creating with your Zax, there's nothing you can't do. Monsters, chickens, or spaceships too. How about a mask or a dinosaur for you? Zax. The pieces move so the fun never stops. New from Ohio Art. Ohio oh, that art. Is what a fucking That's how you know it's an yeah. educational tool. Because like Ohio yeah, every every cutaway in this ad has like you know a sculpture being created out of these fucking triangles, and then it moves by itself, and then they say the yeah. pieces move. Yeah. Like, oh m- come on! Not to be confused with Zach the Lego Mania. That's what that's I what I was remember. thinking was Zach the Lego Mania. Zach, but also, Mac, Jack. If um, I could go back in time and stop, I just. I feel like black people should have uh, given white people rap music like five years later. Just mm-hmm. wait five yeah. years. <laughs> Just so that you can put in like this cringe marketing, please. Just wait five years and then we can be like, now you can enjoy it. It needed more time in the oven before white people could use it. His name is T.L. Foster and he's here to say he wishes white people would have waited in a major way. Yeah, yeah back back then my favorite rapper was Joe Piscopo. <laughs> Gross. Uh, <laughs> when everybody thought the fat boys was like all that rap was um, and I, 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 <laughs> I did just want to compliment legos because man i have some legos from being a kid and an adult in my house right now they don't deteriorate like the no. snaps no. it's a miracle product they'll be like, there Years after you die, yeah, they'll, they still they'll work. be there after after we have nuked each other to 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 like permanent ash. There will always be Legos. I've had Mega Blocks and Tyco Blocks, and like something about those snaps deteriorate and don't work anymore. But like Lego stuff always snaps together, man. It's very weird. Hmm. Uh, well, on Twitter at Logical Dojo says the only disappointment was recently ordering batteries and cleaning the contacts to relive my first exposure. To portable digital recording, the Yak Back. And of course, there's an ad. This is a Yak Back. Nope. <laughs> Not an ad, just a demonstration. Not so much an ad, the but yak an extremely back. compressed yes. demonstration. <laughs> That's it. That sounds like your uh, baby's fake talk boy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a lot of problems with batteries nowadays. And the biggest one I have is with my, of course, 13 foot Home Depot skeleton. Of course. Battery contacts have corroded and if you've never seen someone work on those all the electrical equipment equipment is in his crotch. So you have to (laughs) you just have to like get like a yeah magnifying glass and look up oh shit oh fuck Uh, it's all corroded up in here and you're just twiddling with his dick. I feel like the yak back is something you would have seen Kevin using in Home Alone movies to like mm-hmm. answer the phone and his door with. Like it's very much that. Hi, mom. I'm home early. <laughs> <laughs> this is the talk boy, but yeah, the the yak back is the the tiny handheld uh, version of it. Yeah. But uh, finally, we have a video response from Full Install, who says, "Cow fucking bunga. It's Tom here from Full Install. <laughs> How you doing, shit. guys?" 
Now, this might come as a shock to learn, but over here in England, it isn't just wooden rocking horses that we get for gifts. <gasps> now, I think we have all the same fads and trends as you guys do. In fact, it'd be really interesting to know. Hero you know, travels. we had them all. They're all shit. Uh, Tamagotchis. A little thing in your pocket that annoys you and then dies. Brilliant. Yeah. Pogs. Now, pogs were fun to collect, but yes. did you, anyone actually play the game of pogs? I Absolutely, I did. Some twat knocks them down. And what then? Oh, I'll That's pick them up again. That's the whole game. Terrible. I mean, you think you're meant to try give them over, but you're not going to do that. Let's face it. Yeah, it was gambling. It sucked. And then we had yo-yos. That was a big one over here in England. But to be honest, yo-yos are still pretty fun. I found my uh, ball bearing one out when I was uh, moving, and oh man, I was doing sleepers all day. Loads of fun. But growing up, I was a big fan of the movie. Don't laugh. I was a big fan of the movie <laughs> Frashing, starring Josh Brolin as a skateboarder. So I always wanted yes. the skateboard. But I didn't want the skateboard that everyone else in the neighborhood had. I wanted it to be a little bit unique. So imagine my delight when I saw a thing called a snake board. I don't know if you had these. Oh, no. But uh, imagine this. A snake board, right? Imagine a skateboard, but some pillock has cut it across the middle. So they've separated the two parts that yep. the wheels sit on. Yep. And they've put them on yep. kind of like a rotatable hinge so they can do like, oh, I don't know, 15 yep. degrees either way. And then they've connected it with a big bar that you can't stand on. The idea being that you can stand on it and you can gain momentum without putting your feet on the ground. So you kind of angle your feet in and out, your pizza and french fry, yeah. uh, and you just have to swing your body. And you kind of get momentum off you go. Brilliant concept. Unless you live anywhere where there's a hill, which mm. I live in England, it's all fucking hills. <laughs> it's a hill or flat countryside. You can't take a, a skateboard into the countryside because it's all dirt and, you know, grass. So when you're combating a hill, you just roll backwards. Uh, and oh, I think day one, I fell off. Uh, day two, I fell off twice. And then that thing just sat in the garden, getting rained on for the rest of the time. The problem with it is, it's got a big metal bar across the, the middle. You can't propel yourself forward. You've got to do this fucking weird uh, foot moving thing. No, I didn't want that. I thought I was going to be Josh Brolin. I thought I'd be doing kickflips, backflips, fucking flying through the air. But no. Just no. went in the bin and I was told no more skateboards because you know, I grazed my knees. So there we go. The snakeboard. The biggest regret known to man. And if you do want to learn about it, there's a fantastic YouTube video. I'd seek it out. I think it's called something like Learning the Snakeboard. But it is the most 90s thing you're ever going to see. Yeah. It's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. Um, it's- I'd watch that just for uh, the nostalgia alone. Okay, cheers, guys. I'll catch you next time. It's it reminded me of the pogo ball, where like if you're doing mm. this properly, you're jumping shorter than you would without it. Yep. Right. Um, you're having less fun than you would just with this thing if this thing didn't exist. It's more like the other thing you brought up last week. What's that thing called that where you sit on it with the roller skate? The roller racer. You, yeah, yeah. Roll. It, it's very much the con- same concept as, as a roller racer, which we've all. If you had a bike, you know, like yeah, if you if you tilt your handlebars back and forward, you will get some momentum. Yes. That's what this is. I do want to point out, though, I have seen skateboards that can go off-road. Think of, like, the biggest fucking Tonka tires on a skateboard you can think. Like, I've seen dudes have those. It's wild, dude. Like, I've never... never In Florida, we have beach bikes, and, like, their tires are, like, six inches thick. They're they're huge. But, like, you know, most skateboarding wheels are... They're hard wheels. Like, these are, are like, inflatable, big-ass Tonka wheels. Like, you can do it... It's probably yeah, not they'll break an '80s bitch's forehead in half, like in the Stranger Things new <laughs> season. Uh, Snakeboards were, were one I always looked at, and I was like, "That's not going to be fun after the first twenty seconds." I'm not, I'm not buying one of those. So, it, yeah. it was a lot of that. So, as uh, when we talk about nostalgia for this stuff, like I do love the reality of like, man, this shit sucked and required more work than just yeah. jumping or running or <laughs> or or getting. Or getting a like a flat piece of board with four wheels on it and rolling down a hill. It required so much more work than that. 
Snakeboard mm. is the kind of shit that, like, as a personal trainer, I would give to people and be like, use this to strengthen your core. Yeah. Like, that's a fucking core workout, basically. In, yeah. Uh, totally. yeah. I got a balance board when I was trying to uh, be a better quad skater. Never mind. Yes. Yeah. I will say, just because you don't know how to play pogs doesn't mean that it was bad. You just lost your – you lose your milk caps. That's what happens. Don't get a cool – don't have cool milk caps. I did play the game, and that was the problem is it's gambling, and you're like, oh, shit. I did not want to put my cool milk caps on the then line. Don't. Like, you don't have to. I put – I have gotten some really cool Tom McFarlane milk caps because some <laughs> idiot thought he was going to beat me in Pogs. Ooh, I had a really uh, cool – I had a really cool Garfield Slammer. Uh, it was really great, and yeah, I got that. I got those. Tia, cool... when I gambled as an adolescent, I I use quarters like the rest of us. All right, we play. I also quarters. play quarters. quarters. I can't tell if you guys are are super hardcore or like level seven susceptibles. Like, I just <laughs> don't <laughs> I imagine if it was Pogs a real game that people should have played. Yes, yes, yeah, dude. Know. And it was a ga- It was like. It you like jacks, like theoretically, it was like jacks. Jack. It is jacks. Yes, it's jacks. Yeah. You you get your. Remember, you get I, your, I never. You, I was not involved with or marbles. Marbles. You also are. It's a gambling yeah. game. Like you, you, you gamble you get your, your cool milk marble. caps, and the whole thing is you want to get cool milk caps. You get your milk caps. You say this what? is what I'm going to put up. The other person say this is what I'll put up. You throw your slammer. Whatever falls, you get. He keeps yeah. calling pugs milk caps, and I'm not going to correct him. Yeah, yeah. it's it's I weird. Wish it was dead. They are milk cats. Dude. I know, I know, but we called them pogs. Yeah. Well, isn't it? Isn't it? Pog comes from its pineapple orange guava. It's the name of the drink that oh, started. I never using knew they were associated. Yes. Like I, I yeah. drink. I call that juice pog juice. Like yeah, yeah that that's yeah. where they came from. Oh. They were the caps for that juice. <laughs> yeah. well, that's where the name pog came from because they used those. That's why the other name is milk caps because yeah, yeah. you know. My my dad grew up with those in Spain in like the the fifties and and you know, I thought it was like a big ass white girl or something. No no no, that is Pog. a <laughs> that is a different thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, this week's question of yeah, the week. Yeah, hey, TL, a yeah. new question of the week. Uh, since we talked about Rambo a lot in the mm. top five, what's an iconic movie character that more games should rip off? We've got plenty of games that rip off Indiana Jones. We've got plenty of games that have ripped off Rambo and any of a number of various Schwarzenegger characters. Let's expand that a bit. What is an iconic character, possibly from the 80s, but not necessarily, that uh, more characters should rip off? Should we have more Dom Toretto clones? A thirty twenty ten plug. We talked about the end of MacGyver. Okay, sure. And and not that like who gives a shit about MacGyver. I care more about MacGruber than MacGyver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like where this uh, is going. But, I like where this is going. Yes. But but yeah, like in terms of like, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of crafting. But like the idea that like, yeah, you've collected a bunch of shit. Maybe you can make a bomb out of it. Okay, I'm gonna blow your mind. Every Lucas adventure game hero. Is MacGyver oh, Guybrush mm. Threepwood is it's doing true. MacGyver shit to solve puzzles? It's true. It's true. If you're good at Monster Hunter, you are MacGyvering. That's true too. Like I, I collected a blue mushroom and a herb, and I can combine this and with my honey into a mega potion. Uh, blah, blah. That's kind of been diminished in newer versions, um, just because you automatically do that. But like the idea of that MacGruber MacGyver situation. Oh, we only got 30 seconds. What do I have in my he's inventory? He's a nerd like, hero. He's an, he's supposed to be yeah. like a hero for engineers and nerds. Yeah, he's, he's Sherlock Holmes with a mullet. Yeah, yeah. love that. Uh, mine is something Chris used to do a podcast about. Like, 
I think there's been a few games that featured Freddy Krueger, but I do think he is mm. underutilized as an enemy in games like... Yes, Knife Finger, my- Nightmare Man. Think of like a Psychonauts game where you are basically fighting different forms of Freddy who are killing you depending on the world you're in. Like, Freddy Krueger should be in more games. Night, man. <laughs> so, yes. Sorry, doing some always sunny. So, yes, Freddy, Freddy Krueger where you can adapt to the dream world you're in. Like, that should be in more video games somehow. It's in the new Stranger Things. I, I sh- I've said too much. So I was going to originally say uh, we should rip off Bruce Leroy because I <laughs> love The Last Dragon so much. Um, but I, I say that all the time. Uh, I think a, a Beatrix uh, kiddo. Like, hmm. look, Kill Bill oh. fucking rules, especially part one. And I just want that more in the world. And I would love just more of that information out there. So... Yeah. In color. In color, for sure, yes. Yeah. I'm just going to say E.T., because what's not to like? He's a small alien, he's magical, he's a friend to children, he falls down holes repeatedly in video games. I, he I, fights Batman. Yeah. I yeah. feel like, honestly, E.T. <laughs> One of the greatest scenes. Uh, I feel great. like uh, E.T. can never do a bad video game. I don't think there's a way of making it bad, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and E.T. can never do no wrong. I wish, if anything, when I'm in science class, somebody could get me drunk. <laughs> yeah. uh, has there ever been a good E.T. video game? There have been at least three, and as far as I know, none of them are any good. No, because... Uh, they're, they're, oh, wow. There's a bunch of universal mini-games that, are, mm. you know, have the music and E.T. and it's fun moments, but, it, you know, it's Look, mini-games. That property just isn't made for the video game world. Yeah, it, it is. It, so Yeah. Redefine the video game world with E.T., the alien that falls down holes. What's core to E.T. is running away and hiding. Mm-hmm. Stealth. Stealth, yeah. And we, snapping necks. I, I think no. we have to remind ourselves, we we keep trying to make E.T. a franchise because mm-hmm. it came out after Star Wars when it's like, it wasn't meant to be a franchise. Oh, it was meant to be a great a one-off franchise. movie. I'm not saying know? it should like be it's... a franchise. I'm saying games should rip off this character and completely destroy everything it means and just have it fall down holes and snap necks. You're playing a kart racing game and it's just like the Mario Kart, like a red shell, blue shell. Oh, E.T., I can fly over the course now. Yeah. And just, I can just heal the you. other racers. Yeah, I can heal the other racers. You say E3 is not a franchise. However, they oh, did. E3 is not a franchise. They did. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> EC3 E-T- is the E.T. E-T- E-T- phone. Uh, I'm controlling my narrative right now. Uh, E.T. is not a franchise, yet they made Mac and Me the perfect sequel. So is it yeah. really not a franchise? Mm. Is it really not yeah, a there, franchise? There you go. Mac and Me is already an E.T. ripoff. Just use Mac and Me. Fine. Yeah, just That's the name of the alien now, by the way. Mac Wasn't and Me. There, it's not there Mac. There was a Mac and Me game, right? There had to. Be. No, there wasn't. There was You're a big game. Kids. And yeah. You, you think oh, yeah. Okay. it's the same thing? <laughs> Why is there a scene where he's rats. just dancing in a McDonald's? What not? a fucking movie. That movie is insane. <sighs> All right. So what is a an iconic movie character you think games should rip off more? Not adapt, but rip off. Bear this in mind, and there has to be a bootleg element to it. Uh, let us know. Go to videogameapocalypse.com. Answer to the comments for episode 474. Alternately, you can visit us on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will read the best answers on next week's show. Anyway, that has been our show. Let's go with some plugs. 
TL, uh, you're the guest. Is there anything that you would like to draw people's attention to? Absolutely. Uh, I am going to recommend The Crawl. Uh, the Crawl is a YouTube uh, series that is run by good friend uh, Brendan Hess. Uh, oh, yeah, who's yeah. been on? Who's been on here? Uh, but he works a lot of freelance. Uh, does stuff for game for uh, I almost said GameStop, but GameSpot. Um, mm. but uh, Life he, Hackers, he, Brendan Hess. Uh, not anymore. Formerly, okay, okay. formerly of Life Hacker. Okay. Uh, but yes. Uh, the Crawl. Uh, if you go to YouTube, uh, YouTube The Crawl, all one word. Uh, you'll find this stuff. He did a really great video that released. Um um on wednesday which was is called how wizardry influenced your favorite game uh kind of going through like the history of wizardry and how a lot of game ethos kind of took um influence of that uh but uh it's a really cool project of his um kind of talking about game design um brennan is also like a game designer uh so it's a really interesting like great way of looking at that stuff so uh he is my favorite creator <laughs> so i am absolutely using my time to say you should uh subscribe to brennan he's close to 1000 uh subscribers so oh, let's wow. get him there good for you brennan nice brendan good for you a uh, little bit of a uh, a work plug for old maddie al if you uh witness this week's sony state of play you might have seen a trailer for the callisto protocol which uh i have been hard at work on so uh if you didn't go check that out because uh yeah that that was there and uh really fun to work on that trailer uh please to enjoy courtesy of uh striking distance studios and then after you check that out head on over to patreon.com slash laser time we got some new content up there chris did a show uh it's like a 80s in-depth all about conan the barbarian uh which and, is and awesome. i'm not on it i just feel like i have to remind him I, from afar. i've been editing him every time he accuses you of that, so <laughs> don't worry about that but yeah uh yeah if you if you hate michael don't worry he's not on that yeah. show so check that out patreon.com slash laser time eventually tl and i there is a bonus time we recorded about um good reboots including yeah. the chippendales rescue rangers uh, mm. movie so that'll that'll be up soon so again patreon.com slash laser time to get access to all the goodies you got to be a subscriber at the five dollars or more per month level patreon.com slash laser time did i say it three times you're supposed to say it three times they always tell you to say it three times Hmm. patreon.com slash laser time all right all right patreon.com slash laser time uh as always you can visit us online at videogameapocalypse.com uh, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas. That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. They put a new trailer out. Um, we'll, some information we'll just throw to you, TL. You can tell us. Yeah, <laughs> TL Pokemon nerd segment. Okay, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs>